So I figured I'd start off, I don't know if you can hear right now, I can kind of hear him in the background. Uh, a neighbor of mine was uh, edging his driveway. And uh, okay. recently you had mentioned when you visited our house and you looked at our lawn and you're like, oh, what do you think about edging, Steven? And I was mm -hmm. like, I fucking hate it. And you're like, yes, yeah, me too, yeah, right? Yeah. All right. So I don't think I got into it then because uh, our little our little friend that day, uh, I can't remember his name right now. Alyssa's, Liam. Alyssa, yeah, Liam. Yep. Uh, started started asking me all these questions. He's a cool kid. Uh, but I, I got lost and I, w I wanted to make sure to revisit this. Uh, yes. Edging, uh, sidewalks, all that is the most bullshit job of the lawn mowing process. I hate and it. And you did so say much. that to him. You said oh, that yeah, to absolutely. him. Yeah. 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 He, he originally like, asked what you thought about edging, and then I think you didn't hear, so I re asked for him. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize he was a part of the conversation, even. So, yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense, though. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's, the, it's the worst. Uh, this neighbor over here had one of those, like, actual, like, edger. He had, like, an edging machine, like, a, like it's like a little handle thing. Oh, Instead of, like, I yeah. use, like, my weed eater, like, kind of turned on its side. Right. Yeah. Which is partly why it's so bad. Is that what you have, basically? Yeah, I mean, we have an actual edger, but it kind of mm. sucks. Uh, mm, I think okay. we need to replace a blade. And then because it's on the curb, kind of like yours, and you're mm. going around the corner, sometimes the one of the wheels, like, slides off of mm. the, the curb. Oh, so that's it's, annoying. it's yeah. not, it's not, not great. Like, if you're doing a sidewalk or whatever, it's kind of okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> but uh, the outside edge that's right next to the street, yeah, it's, it's a pain in the not ass. Good. So I just use my weed eater. Yeah, so I had... Uh, I was doing that like every week when we first moved in and then eventually I was like, this is bullshit. So I started doing it like every two weeks and mm -hmm. I mowed the other day and it got really, it had been like really bad, but I still was like, I don't want to do it anymore. So now I'm like, I'm thinking about like once a month maybe, I'll edge <laughs> and I'll just weed eat, you know, around the other things and, and mow like normal. Uh, but I just wanted to make sure I revisited that because, uh, yeah, it's awful. Yes. But yeah, for sure. Um, the grass in Texas from what Brandy mm -hmm. and I can tell is different from the grass here yes. in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Like our grass here, um, I don't think we had this problem at our old house, but at our new house that we just built back in 2017, um, our grass is kind of like viney in a way. Like when mm -hmm. it overgrows the sidewalk, it's uh, it's like vines are kind of reaching across to uh, join with the other grass <laughs> across yeah. the sidewalk. Um, so it's weird and it's it's difficult to cut because it's so viney. Mm -hmm. It's it's like it's just. It, it doesn't want to to cut properly, so it's kind of a, a big pain. But yeah, I'm trying to uh, stay on top of it, keep it trimmed. You know, it's yep. once it overgrows, it's just like a fucking nightmare. It just it will ruin your whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine these vines like they're coming for you, actually, right? Like they're creeping in through your house, trying to get you and kill you. Yeah, it's like that Shyamalan movie. Oh fuck, man! You guys better run. <laughs> that shit's scary. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of the movie. The I've happening? never seen it. The Happening. Yeah, yeah, there we go. It's the worst name, too. It's fucking it's awful. It's a terrible name. Ugh, yeah. The whole thing is just awful. I remember being so excited for it. Not even excited, because I think it was after he had kind of done some, some shit. Uh, and I remember being like, okay, yeah. And then I got into that movie. I've seen that, and it was uh, it was bad. Yeah. Um, even Mark Wahlberg like talks about it today, and he's like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened in that movie. <laughs> And then he went to make two Transformers movies. Oh, so. well, there you go. Uh, the, the best ones, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> the high level of quality uh, stays intact for him. Marky Mark hitting to that high, high level of quality. <laughs> Always, man. Look, uh, I'll stand by Patriot's Day as a great movie. Watch that's that right. movie. You, you mentioned that. Yeah, I still yeah. haven't seen that. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, so good. It's, I, I go back and forth. So Peter, he's like a, a frequent collaborator with Peter Berg, who directed that. And uh, oh, they yeah. have a new movie, Mile 22. That I just, I'm not excited for it at all. Have you seen trailers for that one? Mm -mm. 
No, um, I haven't. He plays like a mile. Mile twenty two is like just some r- random thing in the story, but he plays like some kind of like ghost op group, like some kind of military group that's like off the map, off the grid, and like you know not acknowledged by the government, but they do all this stuff, whatever, and they have to transfer like this. Um, they say like he's just like a low level like Chinese cop, but they're like trying to extradite him back to China. Mm-hmm. He's a Chinese oh, cop. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I said that wrong. He doesn't play one. That would be amazing. Like, that would well, be amazing. That's, gonna be, that's gonna be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> there is a uh, a guy in, in holding who was supposedly a low level Chinese cop, but these this like weird Chinese government officials like trying to extradite him back. And they want like a special ops group, and so they're like, he's not really like a cop; he's like a spy or whatever. Like he's like trained and all this stuff. And then it's like all these people trying to get him, uh, while they're trying to like transfer him to to this mile twenty two to get like on a plane or whatever. All these different like assassins are like trying to get them or whatever. But I just like every time I see the trailer, I'm just like bored. I just like can't get into it. <laughs> but it's like that's the thing. I don't really know. I don't. I don't really watch a lot of their collaborations. I don't like watch a lot of Peter Berg movies. Um, yeah. Because he did like he does the most random shit. He did like Friday Night Lights. He did mm-hmm. Battleship. Yes, I and know. He does like Patriot. He does like smaller movies. He used to be an actor as well. I used to, I used to like him as an actor, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I've, I'll need to watch Patriot's Day because of your recommendation, though. At least it was funny when we rewatched Patriot's Day. I don't know, maybe eight nine months ago. Mm-hmm. I was going through uh, on iTunes. You can like see, you can like click on the director's picture or whatever, mm-hmm. and it will populate other movies that he was in and yeah uh battleship was one i was like what, Wait, what? <laughs> this is, he's, he's got some range i guess yeah uh, oh yeah g- like special effects and then non-special effects and then uh, also good and bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and what's funny is uh like you said mark Wahlberg was in those transformers movies mm-hmm. uh battleship is basically like a transformers knockoff but it didn't right. have mark Wahlberg in it as far as i remember uh, yeah. when it came out so it did have Rihanna anyway um, what do you say we're doing it we're doing it Stephen. alright damn thanks, it thanks Brent <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just change it up and I'll yeah. just, you say that I'll just say you're Brent and we'll just move on it's good okay and we just move on with life sure yeah I mean yeah. 51 episodes in guys we're veterans obviously um, we've you know. got it down to a science I know <laughs> exactly. it's, it sounded like I fucked up but it was all planned we That's talked right. about this before we start recording this is actually all scripted out there's nothing uh-huh. live in these shows right yeah we have a, a long six hour meeting before yeah. we even start recording it's yeah. not like we would ever just hop on here no we're both dead ass tired nope to record a podcast wouldn't do that we wouldn't nope. do that to our, our listeners all, all two of you <laughs> <laughs> well welcome to uh, let's talk about stuff and our uh 51, you know, second chapter of life, I guess, uh, where everything just gets crazier and, and um, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it is a new chapter. Uh, and uh, to reflect that, we've got some updated album art. So yeah. uh, you see that. It's kind of uh, a remix of the, the mm-hmm. original version. So uh, I loved it, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, almost minimal effort to... Uh, <laughs> nope, but it's perfect because it's... I can't think of, like, a, a thing like it, but there, I've seen stuff like this, right, where they, they have, like, you see the full picture, and then, like, they blow mm-hmm. it up later on, and it's, like, it's cool. I like it. It's kind of, like, uh, it's definitely the same thing. You know it, like, when you see it on your, um, you know, podcast yeah. list or whatever, but it's definitely us, but um, but it's, like, cool and different. I like it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep this one around for the next 50 episodes, minus mm-hmm. any, you know, special episodes, MCU, Star Wars, any of that stuff, mm. but... Uh, for the one after that, uh, we're just going to have two totally different people's heads on there. 
<laughs> you guys gotta wait and see. <laughs> Here's a hint: the Queen of England and Bob Marley. What? Well, they were best friends. Everybody knew that. So yeah, for sure. Smoking that ganja. Mm. Um, so, do you just want to get into some of the many topics that I have written down here? Well, I do want to start out with a couple of things. Sure. Uh, first of all, I woke up with the uh, NES Nintendo mm. game version of the Ninja Turtles music in my head today. Oh, okay. Like when you're like walking the overhead map or whatever. Uh, I can't. I don't know why. I can't think of it right now. Awesome. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Okay. I get it. So it was a good thing to wake up to. I'm not mad at it. I yeah, just sure. don't know why. I, I haven't uh, haven't heard that music in in a while. This uh, this happened to you recently too with other music. Um, you woke up with what was that? I saw a text message from you from the other day. Uh, oh, the Monster Squad. Uh, uh, rock yeah. until you drop. Yeah. Burder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this keeps happening to you, man. Yeah. I mean, it happens almost constantly with mm. random songs. I, I just okay. don't talk about it, but uh, it's in there as we're recording right now. So <laughs> it is the soundtrack to this podcast for me. <laughs> the TMNT one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good one to have. Oh, yeah. That's fun. It's upbeat. It's mm-hmm. peppy. doesn't remind you of, of, of the Ninja Turtles at all if mm-hmm. it's your first time playing the game, but mm. you get locked into it. Like, yep. if, like the great Pusha T says, if you know, you know. And... Uh, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> I do. I do know. Uh, this makes me think. Uh, so my my brother Danny's birthday was uh, two weeks before mine, and uh, his uh, fiance had taken him to a uh, what's it called? Like a uh, it was like a bar. By, <laughs> <laughs> it was his birthday after all. <laughs> um, they took him to like a, a barcade. Um, so we have one here in Houston called Kung Fu Saloon, and there's like one in Austin, oh. and it's pretty rad. It's like a there's like a bar in the center. And it's a big open space, and then around the edges are all these different arcade games, but the arcade games are free, which is pretty rad. Uh, but weirdly enough, like the few times I've been there, um, people don't even play them that often, like that much, as, as much as you expect, because that's the entire point of going there. But yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, they had one in Denver, and they went, but I kind of like the idea better. So they had all these ar- old arcade games, but they still cost money, but they cost money for whatever they did back in the day. So like instead of like $1.75, like it, whatever it is now that I don't ever play, it's mm-hmm. like you could play like uh, Ninja Turtles for like a quarter or whatever. Okay. And I was like, that's that's pretty fun. Yeah. And he was talking about all these old games, uh, like the Ninja Turtles one. Um, and I was like, God, I want to play that so bad right now. Yeah. <laughs> After he mentioned it. It's just a good, damn good game. It is. It's one of those side-scrolling games mm-hmm. by, uh, man, I can't remember the, the company, but they did oh, um, Turtles. They did that Simpsons game. Um, it's not Konami those, like, or whatever, right? That's just the one I, I just know that from uh, something. Was it? Nope. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Video game yeah. experts. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's our main our main forte out here. Right. <laughs> uh, obviously. Um, yeah, like the Simpsons one. Um, yeah. The Ninja Turtles. God, there's. Some, I feel like there's something else I used to play a lot. Those two were like my mainstays, though. Like at Cosmonita back in the day. Yeah. 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 That's what I rotated through. That was good times. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is. Uh, Something that we've been discussing on the podcast for a while, uh, involving the great RC Cola oh, and yeah. being able to manifest it, <laughs> manifest its presence inside grocery stores. <laughs> so Stephen and I have been talking about RC Cola for at least the past ten episodes. Got to be, yeah. May, maybe longer than that. But um, and we've discussed how we started off seeing the the two liters 
mm-hmm. then we talked about it some more. And then now we've got the 12 pack cans there. Yep. And we talked about it some more. And then when I was at the grocery store this past week, I was walking by the checkout line and the little like coolers they keep there as like uh, impulse buys. I saw a lone RC 20 ounce. Crazy. Uh, just like sitting there. I didn't, I didn't buy it. Oh, okay. Because uh, it was too late. I was already I think in the, already, the checkout line. You already had your 12 pack, so you were good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was magical. You know, I, I haven't seen an RC 20 ounce anywhere. Yeah. That's what yeah, we had talked about even like uh, an episode ago or, uh, or two ago, right? It's like we, you never see those though. You might, mm-hmm. but it's like first it was just like the two liter and like, man, this is just crazy. We, we're definitely doing this. Yeah. For sure, for sure, we're doing it. <laughs> it was uh, it, it was such a rare sight that I wanted to capture it in a pokeball, and oh. uh, and have it fight. Uh, I don't know, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if you go into Pokemon territory, I'm out. I have no idea what you're talking about. But I've oh, heard you don't of... know anything about Magikarp. Nope, I've heard of Pikachu. That's why I was like, you got me there. Yeah, I know. I was, that was that's why I threw that one out. I was like, oh, Steven will get it if I say that. <laughs> Do you know anything about Pokemon? I mean, I know about a, a Blastoise or a oh. uh, uh, a Charmander, Charmeleon, oh. Charizard. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I was a I was an OG Pokemon fan back in the really? day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we've talked about this before, have we? For the first like, I think it was a 150 different Pokemon mm-hmm. was the original grouping. 151, if you count. Uh, Mew, or maybe Mew Two. Hmm. Yeah. Steven, you're gonna have to research this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah yeah OG uh, Pokemon Pokemon guy. Um, haven't really like uh, dived back into it since. Uh-huh. You know, with the, the Pokemon Go and all of that stuff. But uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah. I wondered if you got thing back that. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, my family, like Josh uh, and like a bunch of our family on vacation a few years ago. Right when Pokemon Go had come out, they were like all doing it all over the place. Well, that sounds weird. They were like looking <laughs> for them all over the place. <laughs> yeah. There's like a, a live action movie of Pokemon coming out soon. I can't remember who was cast as Ash, though. Oh, it was yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Are you serious? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, no, he'll play Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds will play Pikachu in a live action Pokemon movie. This is a, what? from last year. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is real. Uh, apparently it's supposed to be, but uh, I know it doesn't sound like it, right? That is insane. Uh, it says there's a first picture of him, but there's not really. But uh, yeah, they've apparently they have. <laughs> Wait, like he's, he's just a, a full adult male Ryan Reynolds dressed as Pikachu. Yeah. Is that what it is? That's what I'm wondering. Like it doesn't make any sense. Uh, apparently, like there are photos from it though, um, like from the movie. Like it says, police department, uh, Rhyme City, and it says human <laughs> Pokemon partnership. Um, Oh, it seems like the the Pokemon, if anything, would be CGI characters. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's just like voicing it or whatever. Uh, the thing I went to look at, they were like set photos of Ryan Reynolds on the Pokemon, and then it was like a bunch of cars and like some posters from the set. And I was like, that's not. Do you know who Ryan Reynolds is? He's not a car, and he's not a poster. <laughs> Wait, he's not a car. <laughs> I know, man. Transformers. Oh, Transformers. I got swindled up your brain. At, the, at the dealership. Oh man, I'd like a Ryan Reynolds, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what color would you like it in? Uh, uh, I guess white. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it's a Canadian I was manufacturer. Trying to get there, but uh, I'm glad you did. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> 
So uh, before we uh, jump into some mini topic stuff, yeah. I do want to uh, do want to start this off with one of the greatest sounds on the planet. Oh, uh, oh! Not not quite a uh, the opening of a Coca Cola mm. bottle, but uh, you know what? Oh no! RC can uh, <laughs> <laughs> cracking yeah, open. Punch, Still though. pretty good. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm gonna have to get a new microphone now. I, I like uh, the can opening sound, too. It's good. Yeah. It's good. There's something about it. It's refreshing, yeah. Mm, speaking of refreshing, mm, me and my RC. Refreshing. <laughs> 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 well, enjoy that. For me, how many do you have left? Excuse me. I was uh, <laughs> I was in the middle of uh, choking to death there. Um, I think I've got like five cans left. Yeah, so, right on. Yeah. Settling kinda, getting through. Yeah, yeah. But, savoring them. Yeah, but savoring them, for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Man, I'm glad that uh, we've gotten the world back on this kick and uh, that everybody's enjoying it, apparently. Because <laughs> yeah. it's either we are, are magically manifesting it into the world, or we actually have a bunch of secret listeners who've been requesting it all over the country, and by all over the country, I mean in our, st- in our cities, yeah. um, to, to get those uh, back in stores. So you guys are welcome. Hey, you know what? Listeners, if you too... Would like to join the cult of RC? Uh, send us some photos, uh, either mm. either on uh, Instagram, tag us in your Instagram photos, on Twitter maybe, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, just email photos of uh, where you're seeing RC Cola out there in the wild. I'd be curious to see. Oh yeah, what what you would turn up because it's it's difficult to find. Mm-hmm. It's a delicious drink. It shouldn't be the case. Yep. You know, if you find it uh, in a fountain somewhere. And a fountain drink, not like a, a water fountain that just magically has RC. That would be amazing. You'd definitely see the picture. Because <laughs> Brett and I would make a pilgrimage there. Yes. But uh, uh, sure. if, you, if you find it in like a soda fountain somewhere, uh, please let us, you know, send us a picture of that for sure because that's the holy grail, I think, right now. So. Yeah, take a picture and then try to steal that syrup bag because oh, yeah. that's going to be worth quite a bit of money. Mm hmm. To me and Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you like, I don't know, RC is pretty cheap, so like $2 for that sort yeah. of bag. Yeah. Oh, that's good. a lot. That's yeah. 200 pennies. Guys, 200 pennies. So <laughs> Maybe you didn't hear me, okay? <laughs> 200 pennies. <laughs> There's an episode of Parks and Rec where Andy uh, wants to hold $1,000 in his hand, and he goes to the, the, to the bank, and they give him like $1,000 bills, and he's like, oh, that was disappointing. And then it shows the next scene, and she gives it to him like $1 bills, and he's like, oh my god, have you ever seen so much money in your life? And the bank teller's like, I just handed it to you. And then he's like, nickels, I want it nickels. <laughs> I felt like that when I was a kid, I was like counting my money, I'd be like, oh man, I have so much. And he'd be like, wait, I don't really have as much as I thought, but if I had $1 bills, fuck yeah. It seems like so much more. Yeah, yeah, man. for sure. As an adult, it doesn't work that way, really. I remember back in the day, uh, friends trying to trick each other uh, by swapping money. Like one person would have ten dollars, mm-hmm. like a ten dollar bill, and then they would uh, try to convince a um, like a lower classman mm. that's, uh, "Hey, look, I've got one ten dollar bill." Or maybe, yeah, okay, it was the kid that had the one ten dollar bill, and mm-hmm. then one of our friends had two one dollar bills. They're oh. like, "Which is more, two or one?" <laughs> right? Come on, man. The, Nobody ever fell for it. <laughs> Kids aren't as stupid as, as we think they are. Well, I mean, it's a good effort, I think. Yeah. Um, capitalism, I guess. Yeah. And then that kid went Go on America. to sell me a Ryan, Ryan Reynolds car. 
<laughs> joke is really on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you have anything else you uh, want to talk about? Let's jump into it. All right. Cool. So I have a, a few things that I had watched recently, and uh, as I told Brad before the show, I was gonna I put them on the list so I wouldn't forget that I watched them because I already did, uh, and I had to go like search <laughs> back and like put them on here. Uh, but I was like, oh, I'll, like we'll get to whatever, and then move on to the next topic. Uh, but then I realized, um, for listeners, uh, I guess we can go ahead and kind of announce for the next few weeks, uh, I'm going on vacation and then Brent's going on vacation. So, uh, we won't be recording together, but we're going to do, we're going to try to do some like guest spots, uh, with some other friends and everything on here. So, um, so I want to, I might just go through all of them since I won't talk to you, uh, on here at least for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. So, um, so first off, uh, Amanda and I watched Euro Trip the other night cause I was feeling on the mood for it. And, uh, we texted okay. you about it, you guys about it. And uh, you texted back, um, honestly, never really cared for that movie. Yeah. Uh, but you, you said you had a story for this, because I thought we had talked about this at one point, and I, I don't remember that. I just thought we might have, because I know I've talked about it with someone. Uh, but I, I always defer to your memory. Um, so we have not talked about it uh, before. Right. Yes. Now, I mean, I have been in your presence while you mm. and a group of our other friends have been talking about it. Okay, sure. Quoting lines and whatnot, but we've never actually... <clears throat> excuse me. We've never actually discussed the movie itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really don't, don't care for this movie. <laughs> Am I, um, I mean, it's fine. Mm. And it's so funny to think back that, like, this was the tail end of the, like, teen movie phase mm. of mm-hmm. cinema. It was, yeah. that was, like, a, a big deal, like, starting, I don't know if it started with American Pie, but that's kind of when it was at mm. its zenith, you know? Sure. Um, and that was just, like, a, a big genre back in the mm-hmm. day and now it's just like it's not really anything that exists mm-hmm. uh, in the same way it did then but um yeah so my first experience with this movie was uh my now wife and i we were at the mall when we were dating and we came down off an escalator and they had somebody waiting with a clipboard there and they mm-hmm. were like do you guys have you know maybe 30 minutes or so to take a survey and and uh check out some movie trailers and we're like uh don't have anything else to do, so sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Brandy went to go watch <laughs> some other movie trailer. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't remember what trailer she watched because mm-hmm. um, it was just like she was like totally off in a separate room than mm. me. But I watched the trailer for Euro Trip. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they were like, "This is a movie that's getting ready to come out. We just want you to watch this trailer and uh, let us know what you think about it." So I was like, "Oh, okay." So I go through and watch the two minute trailer, and then. After it's done, I remember just fucking eviscerating this movie. <laughs> this movie looks like such a piece of shit. Here's what's wrong with this. I hate this part of it. Da, 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 da. Smash cut to the movie coming out, and it's like a big deal or whatever. Uh, like I remember, uh, I don't think it like lit up the box office, but sure. it did like decently. Yeah. And then when it came out on uh, like video and everything, um, it was almost like cult classic ish. Mm. And uh, we'll see it on. Um, like ABC Family or, you know, whatever. That's weird. Uh, Freeform. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's just like one of those movies that's kind of on. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, so that was, uh, that was my first experience is uh, mm-hmm. watching the trailer and then uh, telling a person who really didn't, <laughs> <laughs> didn't have anything to do with the production about uh, how much I disliked it. Yeah, I mean that's okay. So, do you actually saw the movie eventually? Yes, yeah, I've seen the movie and the and uh, we rewatched it actually. Maybe <clears throat> we were like cooking or doing dishes or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe like six seven months ago, and it was on. It was just like streaming on uh, like mm-hmm. Freeform or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was 
heavily edited because there's oh, okay. a lot of like yeah, that's what I was stuff gonna say. that you get have lot. on there. But um, one of the things that uh, sticks with both my wife and I is uh, whenever he receives mail email at the beginning is the mail motherfucker yeah <laughs> i've always liked that <laughs> i always like that part of it yeah. um and then uh like i forgot like the the general like storyline like i know they go on a european trip mm-hmm. but i forgot that it's like part of it is like semi-incestuous oh or yeah whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's uh oh it's very it's, weird it's fucking weird <laughs> it's the whole thing yeah. is very weird that's what yeah. uh when amanda texted you guys about it that's what she was saying it was like we still like the movie and we did mm-hmm. the other night we watched it but she was like, wow, I forgot how, like, racist this movie is and homophobic and mm-hmm. xenophobic and, like, all these things. And, like, I was like, yeah, it's it's really, like, not good. Uh, it's not <laughs> even, like, well made at all. Uh, there's just something about it. Like, uh, we were talking about, um, it's kind of, it was also kind of a ripoff of Road Trip um, that came out with, like, Tom yeah. Green and um, uh, Frank and Meyer and stuff, you know? Remember when Tom Green was a... Oh, I know, right? Crazy. Uh, glad that guy's not around as much anymore. <laughs> Uh, uh, I used to like him, but I, would, I feel like I'd be like supremely annoyed by him now. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but that, so I think like Road Trip, whenever at that era, I thought Road Trip was a better movie, but for some reason I watch Euro Trip more. Um, and I don't really watch Road Trip anymore. I think Road Trip also, I think I watched it a few years ago and it wasn't, it didn't hold up as well as I remembered it would yeah. or th- think it would. Um, but there's something about this movie, like I told you, so this is the, they, they graduate in the very beginning of the movie and it's the class of 2004, which is my class. So um, I always okay. had like a, a kinship to this movie because of that. And back in the day, our, our old friend Trey, um, he and I loved this movie. And uh, we had a friend uh, who was a German exchange student uh, in Broken Arrow at the time named Jan. And we were all going to go see this together and never <laughs> got around to it. And Trey had seen it already, I think. And I, I don't think I had. And I just wanted to see it alone. And then when I got in the theater, I was appalled because there's a scene where this little kid in, in Germany... Right, like puts uh, black stuff on his upper lip like Hitler and he starts doing a Hitler march in the background and it's like this really weird scene and I was like man that'd be really fucking weird to watch this with Jan uh, well, I don't know what that would be like you know what he, how he would react or whatever so uh, I, I don't know like back in the day I liked it a lot and it's just like kind of kept up uh, I just still like mm-hmm. it even though it's not that great of a movie there's just something about it and to me like there's like little things that are like really awesome though like that male motherfucker has always been really funny to me Um, also can we talk about the time that we wanted our email to like tell us we got some (laughs) like now it's like a notification i don't even want that i'm just like get away from me i'll get to you when i get to you yeah Uh, but i don't i don't want it to give me like a ding or anything or like a anything like words yeah uh, any, any like noise yeah. of any sort yeah <laughs> get out of here it's intrusive yeah <laughs> it's intrusive yeah uh but at the time it fit that that era whatever um but uh also there's a, a song in it called scotty doesn't know uh by the band lustra <laughs> right yeah. holy shit i totally forgot about this yeah and it's in the movie it's a cameo by matt damon as like yeah. this punk rocker and it's amazing i love that song so much it's so catchy and I, I, I've had it in my iPod um, since that movie came out, like since I've had an iPod basically or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, through my phone and stuff now. And I realized like now I listen to Spotify and I was like, fuck, I need to find that song again. I don't know if that's on Spotify. I got to find it because um, <laughs> it's been a while. So, uh, but I just, that song is so catchy and it's, and it plays throughout the whole movie um, in different versions and stuff. And it just like cracks me up every time. So uh, it's got its like bright spots, but I, I could totally see like, it's not a good movie. So... I'm with you. I think for me, it was kind of at the point where my my tastes were transitioning a little mm-hmm. bit. Sure. So I was kind of like, because I graduated a few years before you in 2001. Mm-hmm. So I was like kind of aged out of that genre gotcha. a little bit. 
Um, so I think it just kind of caught me on a, like a weird uh, life change or, mm. or whatever. <laughs> I was transitioning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no disrespect. Don't hate. Don't hate. Was, <laughs> I'm an ally. It's fine. Um, but uh, but yeah. So upon rewatching it, you know, like I said, like six seven months ago. It was fine. I wasn't like offended at how bad it was, mm-hmm. and and actually the first time we saw it back in, uh, it was on video in like two thousand five or whatever is when I watched mm-hmm. it. Um, it. It wasn't as bad as what I was expecting it mm-hmm. to be, but uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think it's an acquired taste, as with a lot of yeah. like movies from that era. Yeah, yeah. and that's fair. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's a fair point. Um, I also I hadn't thought about it and, until you said it earlier, but it, it was kind of the, the tail end of that teen movie era. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was thinking like, she's all that I think came out like 98, 99 and then American mm-hmm. pie was 99. Um, but yeah, that whole thing. And like, this was 2004. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, <clears throat> it was like the tail end of that. And it's like, they were kind of running out of ideas a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, but like you said, people tend to like it. It has a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes, which actually is surprising to me how high that is. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Thirties. Uh, I think thirties would probably be more accurate. Uh, but 75% of the audience liked it. And, uh, we never talk about that cause I don't really trust people. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but for this one, it, it makes the point that you were making, you know, that yeah. for some reason people seem to gravitate towards it or whatever, but yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so we watched that, uh, onto a, a good movie though. We watched, uh, uh, the other night I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, but, uh, we're going on vacation to Hawaii soon. And so I really wanted to watch forgetting Sarah Marshall again. Mm-hmm. And that movie totally holds up. I love that movie That's so good. much. Yeah. yeah it's... Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was interrupting you. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really fun movie. Um, first of all, we get to see uh, Jason. I want to say Jason Statham. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> no. What's what's his name? Siegel. Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Uh-huh. That was close. Yeah, you were close. You know. Samsonite. That was way <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, you get to see Jason Siegel's dick, uh, yep. and he, he does swing Multiple it back and times. forth. Uh, it is hilarious to see that edited yeah. on FX or whatever, but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's one of, one of those weird things they have to make work. I think they have to mute the sound on it as well. Oh, that's funny, yeah. Because it makes like... Yeah. have the, totally the dick does. slapping sound. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, there's puppets in this. Yep. Um, there's music in this. Like it, he it's he wants to make a musical, uh-huh. but it doesn't annoy me. You know. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm often annoyed by musicals, but it's not yep. like everybody else is chiming in on him singing. It's mm-hmm. him sitting down at the piano and singing and everything. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, man, what's his name? Albus Snow. Albus Snow. Aldous? Yeah. Aldus uh, with Aldous. a D. Aldus. Yeah. Okay. He's all about that D. Uh, <laughs> Jason Siegel's D. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, <clears throat> excuse me. And of course, we've got uh, Kristen Bell in this, which is mm-hmm. is hey. just incredible. She's oh, she's great in it. She's great. Um, she was. I think she just came off of Veronica Mars. It like yeah, that, it had been right that then. Season. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. like, there wasn't like a massive break in between those two. Yeah. So it was kind of different to see her in a, a role like this where she's not like the the funny one she's more of the mm-hmm. um it's more of a, a dramatic role for her yeah and she's um, a bitchy yeah yeah so it's like it's like not her yeah it's weird yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um but yeah it's, yeah, good. it's good uh uh jason siegel is one of my favorite actors and uh i just love him in this role so much he's just he just like gives it his all i mean he goes full frontal multiple times uh <laughs> and uh it's just so funny mila kunis is in it as well and she's great 
um, like everybody, and I just thought it was, it's just a fun movie. Um, uh, and it's like, it's the, I was telling the man, it's the 10 year anniversary this year. And I had seen, I haven't read the article, but I saved it somewhere. There's some article that I saw like on Esquire or, um, something like that, that, that had said like, you know, revisiting this movie and like, it still like totally holds up. So like, as opposed to like Euro trip or something like that, like this one is actually like, like really like a good comedy. And I think one of the best of that, like Apatow era, um, of all these coming out and stuff. So, um, so last night we were watching some other stuff and I was like, man, I kind of just want to put some spaghetti star Marshall back on. That movie's just fucking good. So we just like <laughs> fast forwarded to like a good part and then kept going from there. Um, like once they're kind of like in the story a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah, I highly recommend v- revisiting that if you haven't in a, in a while, because it's great. Two things. Uh, when you fast forward, this is, you were watching it on VHS, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we fast forwarded it. We went and made some popcorn. Uh, by the time we were um, done with the popcorn, about four minutes later, uh, sat back down and it had it had gone through about twenty minutes in the movie. Okay, cool. Yeah, yep. makes That's sense. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, second thing is, doesn't it sound like Judd Apatow's last name should be a sound effect? Like you're watching like the '66 Batman. It's like Bam Biff Apatow. Oh. <laughs> like his name should have an exclamation point behind it. It should. Apatow. Man, sell it that way. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Apatow. Just some action uh, movies. Yeah, uh, I mean, he he made a lot of he like produced a lot of good movies in that era and directed whatever all that stuff. But uh, this one in particular um, that he produced, uh, I just thought was uh, one of the one of the best of that era. So yeah, highly recommend. And Jason Siegel's always great. So oh, and let's give a, a quick shout out to. Um, it just left my mind as soon as I was getting ready to say it. Yeah, don't <laughs> <Jason>. you hate that? <laughs> oh man, Seth from uh, Super Bad. Oh yeah, no, uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yes, yeah. yeah. He he is great in this movie. He's so funny. <laughs> There's a part where uh, Aldous gets on, on stage, and he's like, oh, man, I just went from six to midnight. And Jason Siegel gives him, like, the longest side eye. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and it's weird. Like, this movie has kind of a quasi-sequel. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, Get him to the Greek. Yeah. And I've never it, seen it. It, it has um, what's-his-nuts as uh, Aldous Snow again. Uh-huh. Uh, Russell Brand, yep. um, and then Jonah Hill is in in that movie as well. Yeah, but he plays a different character. Uh huh. I guess. From what but I understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, these two get, people look similar, kind of like <laughs> in life, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's a uh, it's weird. I I think that movie's pretty fun too. Uh, I've only seen yeah. it maybe once or twice, but um, yeah. So we were, uh, there's that information. <laughs> <laughs> we were discussing Russell Brand last night because Amanda was like, where did he go? Mm-hmm. And I had to look him, up, look him up online. And he's he had like a really mm-hmm. long Wikipedia page that I was just like, I don't want to read all this. But because yeah. uh, he's been like in rehab and he was married to Katy Perry for a while. And there's a lot of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's like really like big into like political activism and stuff. Um, yeah. Like income inequality and everything. Uh, which I was like, okay. Uh, didn't didn't know that, but uh, he's not really in anything anymore. He's like he's like here and there in like some TV shows or movies. He actually plays the old man character in the Despicable Me movies. Oh, uh, okay. He yeah. does a, a a voice, but uh, yeah, and he's like, I don't, I don't know that super religious is is accurate, mm, yeah. but he he is religious, and uh, there's some videos of him on YouTube of him like arguing with atheists and and all of mm. that stuff. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> right, they man. said. Something about that he was, uh, he became like a, a Christian or, or expanded his faith about that or whatever, but he mm-hmm. was trying for like Christian enlightenment. It was some, some term I'd never really heard before. Mm-hmm. And I went to look at it and it's basically like trying to, to get to like another plane of existence, like that God is on or whatever, like trying to mm-hmm. like, almost like meditating, I guess, but like in a Christian way. I was very confused. Oh. 
Yeah, I thought uh, he was just doing church lighting, but yeah, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I get it. But I was like, uh, okay, cool. Uh, didn't didn't know. Uh, hmm. But uh, but different trajectory for his career than I expected for sure. So yep, that's for sure. <laughs> they said he lives like in some like I don't know Yorkshire pudding, England, somewhere. Um, and uh, but they were like, yeah, he used to reside in a two point two million dollar mansion in L.A. And I was like, well. He doesn't do much anymore, so he doesn't live there anymore. Yeah. And he lives somewhere in England. That's cool, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, we were talking about like how I haven't seen him in much anymore. But also, that's part of the reason I didn't uh, ever really get gravitated towards like uh, Get Him to the Greek. Because I like him in Forgetting Star Marshall. I like his character. I think he's good, like, comedic playoff of everything. And I used to like some of Russell Brand's stuff. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really want him to be, like, the lead in anything. Like, he did a mm-hmm. remake of Arthur a few years after that as well. Never saw that because I was like, I don't, he, he's more annoying to me. I think than he's funny. He's good in like small doses. So, but you did love the movie hop. I think people should know. (laughs) Favorite. What'd you say? CGI bunny. Yes. (laughs) I'm there. He does a lot of voices now. Is that, is that his thing? I guess. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like with any newly popular Mm -hmm. actor or actress. Yeah. Just, you know, here, do this thing, you know, Brent. Why can't you be a newly popular actor so you can do voices on cartoons? Coming this Easter. You thought you knew the Easter Bunny? You don't know shit, bitch. Are you making a dark Easter movie? A dark Of hop? course. I'm, I'm making, you know, Stephen, I'm really making a uh, realistic version of the <laughs> Easter Bunny story. I mean, oh, wow. when you think about the story of Easter and how bunnies were involved, like the, the rabbit genocide. Oh, God. I forget about that. This really makes you think. We weren't taught that in American schools, you know? No, no. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I'm doing this hand-animated movie about <laughs> bunny death. <laughs> I'm doing it all alone. Uh, it'll, it'll probably be done, like, I don't know, like, 2029, 2030. Uh, <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Would you like <laughs> to hear it? big. Would you like to hear a clip from the film? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You may take... <laughs> You, you may try to take my home from me, but you'll never take my freedom. Oh, wow. That was a spoiler. That's at the end of the movie where I die. That um, was powerful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, though. I, it is my gift to you. <laughs> it is the true gift of Easter. <laughs> you know, that now that you mentioned it, I'm kind of like, all right, Easter is kind of like a dark holiday. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing. Um, but, uh, I think, I think your take on it is going to be a fresh, uh, view for the world. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, Hey, other bunnies, help me move this fucking rock out of the front of this cave. Nobody suspected the bunnies. Nobody suspected it. Mm -mm. That's the thing. Um, are there, in your version, Mm Mm-hmm. Are there any, I don't know, like vampire bunnies? Like hmm. maybe one named Benicula? I don't know. Seems far-fetched to me. <laughs> you don't think there's already a character named that or anything, right? No, I that sounds stupid. Probably, Probably not. Do that. No. So you could, you could put that in your movie then and not be copyright infringement because there's not one out there. I could, but why? Oh, Brent. Why? <laughs> You're missing out, man. Amanda's Benicula's just like where... <laughs> punching the shit out of her eye. <laughs> 
She's just like at work, like, fuck you, Brit, fuck you. <laughs> she gets very animated. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of animated. <laughs> She's in the movie? She, Amanda's in the movie. Oh, man. She, she plays Jesus. Um, oh, okay. Interesting yeah. choice. You know, kind of like uh, Alanis Morissette in Dogma. Yeah, exactly like Alanis oh, Morissette okay. in Dogma. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. But with less wine. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that she's voicing a, an animated character with fewer lines than Alanis Morissette's live-action character in Dogma. Exactly, yeah. Who didn't speak. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the she way was to, there. That's the way to she play was it. there in the booth, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch Dogma now, man. It's been a long time. Oh, it's my favorite Kevin Too Smith long. movie. Uh, really? Well, yeah. uh Hard that and, and Red State are, are tied for me. <sighs> Red State's really fucking good. It's just so good. That's a cool double feature. His two yeah. like religious films. Yeah. Well, all of Kevin Smith's films are religious, I suppose. Religious experiences. No. Oh, I was just saying that. <laughs> I was like, You're like clerks. Is, clerks? Hmm. is, is snowballing a religious I was like, term? <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm just making bu- bu- bullshit. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh boy. All right, yeah. so uh, a few a few other things, maybe more rapid fire. Uh, I finally finished Twin Peaks: The Return, so I have finished the uh, the full thing of Twin Peaks basically so now. That's that's the most recent season that was on HBO. Uh, Showtime, yeah. Um, Showtime. And oh, you didn't see the HBO version? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! There's another one. Um, so uh, to end my saga of talking about this in little bits, um, I am not sure what I think about this uh, show. Um, I kind of love it. Um, sometimes I hate it. I, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, uh, extraneous characters that are just there and you don't know why. And as you kind of go through and they're not really relevant to the plot or you get like just little snippets of it. Again, damn it, I always, always do that. Uh, it's my phrase, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I need to live with it. I need to embrace it. Yeah. Um, you get little snippets of, of different characters and stuff and then, um, they kind of just go away and you're like, oh, but I, I really want to know more about that. And it's like, that's not what David Lynch wanted you to know. Um, and so what I was telling to, uh, Amanda about it was I, I, I finished the series and I was like, it felt like there was like a cliffhanger again. There might be a season four, uh, but th- it took them like four and a half years to write and direct these episodes. So David Lynch had said that it'd be like years before they even do a season four, if ever. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was a little too open-ended. And then I had to go online and, like, I watched some YouTube videos that explained some things that I just don't understand of, like, the symbolism that he showed. And it was like, oh, that was actually pretty cool. And I think it actually does – there's actually more there than I saw, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's like, okay, that makes sense, whatever. Um, and once, I, once that happened, I was like, man, I kind of I, I loved it then, if that's the answer to it. Like, I'll accept that as at least the fan answer to it, um, if not David Lynch's. But uh, one of the things I read online about him is uh, whether you like it or not – you can't help but think like this is a pure vision from an artist. Um, He's a surrealist and it's all just like very weird. And like the whole show has like an off feeling to it, but like there'll be scenes. There's literally a scene in the, in the show where there's a guy at a bar, the bar is closed. There's a guy cleaning up, like sweeping up the floor. There's a guy behind the bar, like counting the money and he's about to get a phone call and you know, he's about to get to get a phone call. And they show this guy sweeping the floor, and it literally lasts for like three and a half minutes. <laughs> he goes around a full table. 
he like makes a pile, you know, like as you do in the floor, and then he yeah. moves that pile with him. He moves the bar stools. He gets under the bar stools, and finally the phone rings. And I just sat there like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> but it's like David Lynch's vision that he wants to show. Like uh, he likes, uh, as I heard it online, he likes. Like he grew up in uh, Montana, I think, maybe Wyoming. I get them mixed up. Oh, Ooh, don't um, get those mixed up. <laughs> I know. And uh, he grew up like, kind of well off, I guess. And he, he basically said he had a, a really idyllic childhood. And there was one time he looked at like this beautiful tree and he was like, yeah, that's beautiful. And this is like my world. And then he got closer and he saw an ant and he was like curious and he got closer and closer and he like pulled up some bark or whatever. And there were like a ton of ants. And he kind of realized there are, there are always ants below the surface. Like there, there are always like bad things below the beauty and he likes to explore that. And since he grew up so, I, you know, with an idyllic childhood, he likes to see like the other, like the darkness below the surface and kind of explore that. And uh, it's not something I, I necessarily agree with, but I, it's his vision and it's kind of beautiful in that way. And he mm-hmm. sticks to it. And so that's kind of cool. And, uh, and I can't fault anything with that. And, and more than any other director maybe I've seen, he, you know, maybe like a Kubrick or something like that, that just like, um, they just have such a vision that you just like can't argue with it, and it's just cinema. You know, even this TV show, like they talked about it being nominated for like Oscars and stuff, because it's like in the age of streaming, how can you like separate TV from movies? Um, they filmed this. They they wrote a script for like uh, I think it was like eighteen episodes. They wrote an eighteen like hour script and filmed yeah. it all together. And then they after oh. they filmed it, he chopped it up into the episodes he wanted it to be in. Wow. So it's like, how could you like separate that a little bit? Like this is like one grand vision for him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so anyway, like I think it's kind of cool. If you're into like weird shit, check it out. I don't know. Uh, it's hard for me to recommend, but it's also like, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. Um, because I, I know like Amanda would have hated it if she watched it with me. And when she was in the room, sometimes I'd be like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> and, uh, it's really weird, but, uh, but still it was, it was cool. And it, and it was, uh, I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad I, I've seen it, I guess. So, so, I think, is it like the first couple of seasons are on Netflix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is the new one on Netflix as well? Or is that it's on, on Showtime? It's just on Showtime. Okay. Yeah, because they, okay. they actually like produced it and stuff. So Okay. Eh, maybe yeah. they'll, they'll uh, send it over to HBO. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we can hope. You want me to uh, keep moving on the list? Sure. Yeah, go for it. All right. So Amanda has been watching the TV show Suits, uh, which is like a lawyer show from USA Network. Mm-hmm. Um, Characters, I, Welcome. I don't watch anything on USA <laughs> nope. ever. No. So uh, her boss had started watching this. They went on a trip to Dallas, a work trip, and uh, she was watching it. So Amanda, you know, started watching it and, and liked it. And then uh, she started watching it at home, and, and I was like, "Hey, this is actually pretty good." I've been in and out of it. Um, it's not my favorite. Like Amanda, <laughs> you've had a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in and out of it, guys. She likes it a lot, um, but she even like acknowledges that like. It's kind of like silly plot points and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's just like a good, like, um, kind of fun TV show to put on, whatever, um, like an hour-long drama, but it's all like, everything's like super dramatic, and like, they're always like wheeling and dealing and doing all this bullshit and whatever, yeah. but uh, but the characters are really good. Um, there's some of like the, the side characters who become like more like main characters that are really quirky and stuff, uh, which are always like kind of the, my favorite thing and Amanda's favorite thing in like TV shows. I think it's kind of a, uh, a fun 
fun thing for a lot of people, I guess, is like mm-hmm. the, the weird characters in the background or whatever. But yeah, um, but yeah, I just want to mention it because I would have never have tried it. Uh, I remember seeing this like advertised for years and being like, fuck, no, I've never watched that. Bullshit, bye. <laughs> and then she picked it up and it was like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. So, um, so she's been watching it a lot. I've been like here and there on some different episodes and stuff. But, um, uh, but yeah, check it out if, if you like lawyer shows. I think it's kind of fun for that. So, um, and then uh, going into uh, kind of like Euro Trip movies that are not that great uh my birthday was last week and i wanted to watch a lot of different movies that i hadn't watched in a while so one of them we picked up again was uh teaching mrs tingle i um, <clears throat> i've heard of this i don't uh-huh. think that i've ever actually okay. seen it before is it a is it like a horror movie type thing uh, yeah it's um ish i guess suspense um it's katie holmes um whenever she was like super like dawson's creek era you know mm-hmm. like that that stuff um Helen Mirren plays uh, Mrs. Tingle, the teacher. Oh, okay. Um, and she is, out of this movie, this movie is not good at all, friend. <laughs> uh, but she is phenomenal. She gives it her fucking all. Uh, uh, Helen Mirren's always a great actress and everything, right. but yeah. she didn't, she could have phoned this in easily. And it's like, this speaks to her caliber that she's like, no, I, she's good at this. Um, so this is uh, written by Kevin Williamson, who wrote scream and i know what you did last summer and he was huge in the era this came out like 99 so it's like a few years after all those came out and this was his directorial debut so he wanted to like tell the story uh, originally it was called killing mrs tingle but it came out the year of columbine so they changed it to Ooh, teaching okay yeah uh because it's about them kidnapping their teacher in her house um kind of through her, it's not like they meant to necessarily um uh, they want to go like they wanted to like get her grade changed or whatever, and then like this bullshit happened, and they she gets like knocked out, and they tie her up, and she's like a horrible, horrible person to everybody that she meets, and uh, so it's kind of about them like dealing with the, these teenagers who have like sort of stumbled into kidnapping their teacher and like what they're gonna do with that. Um, Katie Holmes is, uh, as everybody knows, a phenomenal actress. Um, she is uh, uh, very pretty though, and I like her in this for that. Uh, not to be too shallow, but it's pretty much the reason I watched it at the time. And, uh, so I gotta be fair to that. Um, but she's, uh, the whole movie is just, I, when I watched it again, we, we've watched it over the years and we haven't seen it in a while, but I, I've always liked this movie. Um, the soundtrack I still really like a lot. I, it's like one of the ones that I grew up with as a teenager. So I like that. Um, but afterwards I was like, man, this is just not fucking good. Uh, and we were both just kind of bummed about it a little bit. So, yeah. uh, can't really recommend it. Um, if you haven't seen it, if you if you watched it back in the day and you haven't seen it in a long time, though, give yourself a favor and don't. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Still like the soundtrack. Helen Mirren's performance is great, though. So okay, there's some silver lining. Yeah. So after that, I wanted to get that bad taste out of my mouth. So I wanted to put on a movie I used to love a whole lot, uh, The Faculty, uh, which I actually bought on iTunes because I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I wanted to. I love it, so I wanted to mm-hmm. keep it on there. So, The Faculty. Have you seen this? Do you like it? What do you think? Long time ago. Long time ago. I've okay. only seen it once. Um, is, is, man, who's one of the teachers? Is Michael Rappaport in this? Or am I no, thinking of somebody he's not. else? Um, I can't remember actually the teacher's names right now. It's like character actors and stuff are like people yeah. you'd recognize, but um, yeah. the guy, the, uh, what is his fucking name? It's the, it's the bad, it's the T-1000 from Terminator uh, T-2. He's, uh, what, he's like the coach in this. Um, but I can't remember oh, his name. Uh, uh, Robert Patrick? Yes, Robert Patrick. Yeah. He's like the coach. Um, 
There's other people in it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like aliens in this, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay. this was a Robert Rodriguez movie, and I love. Uh, I can't say his name that well, but Robert Rodriguez. Um, mm-hmm. I loved all, like all his stuff back in the day, and uh, the first time I watched this movie when it came out, I was a teenager. It, it was just perfect for me. Um, everything about it, it's like this, like it's just cool. Like when the characters show up on screen, the the teenagers that are like the main characters and stuff. Um, like they they'll get like they'll they'll show up on screen and their name like flashes in red. It looks like blood, like splashing their name on screen, and um, it'll just be like Casey's, Stokely, like all this stuff. And it just like it, it like pauses for a second, and the music's just badass. Like it's like a lot of these new songs or like um, new bands that covered a song from like the seventies and stuff, like Schools Out and um, Another Brick in the Wall and stuff. And yes. they were like my yeah. first they were like my first versions of those songs. Um, and I actually oh, okay. played that soundtrack for my dad back in the day. And he was like, yeah, this is like this band from the 70s. What are you talking about? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I had like no clue. You don't know uh, what you're talking about, old man. <laughs> so he played like the real stuff, which was great. Um, but so I watched this again. I used to love this movie. Uh, the first time I watched it, I was a, like, I rented it from probably Blockbuster at the time. Um, uh, probably on VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put it in. Uh, I watched it. My dad came home. I was like, "You gotta watch this movie." We watched it all over again. My sister came home. I was like, "You gotta watch this movie." We watched it all over again. I watched this movie three <laughs> times in a row that day. I loved it so much, and I used to watch it constantly. This is also one of my favorite soundtracks of all time, uh, and I've always loved it. But I watched it uh, by myself um, the other night, and it was a little bit of a letdown at first. Um, I was like, man, it wasn't as good as I remembered. Um, it is about aliens. like It's like aliens uh, take over the teachers in the school. So it's like, what if, um, kind of like, uh, uh, I can't think of the movie right now. I can think of Night of the Living Dead, which is not right, but um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers type of thing, whatever. Okay. If they, If it was like a teenage movie or whatever, but it's like, would aliens they, they talk about this like would aliens come in like Independence Day with like big ships and like blow everything up or would they come in like the back door and not really show you like where they're at uh, that sounded weird <laughs> yeah. you're like I, I can, can see it on like, your face <laughs> I can see it on yours <laughs> don't That's let the aliens in come in the back door that's why we're gonna build this wall <laughs> <laughs> but they uh it's like they would sneak in instead and like kind of infiltrate everything, you know, not not come in they like bombastically. Sneak, they would sneak in the back door. They would. They wouldn't even tell you about it. They would just. They would just get <laughs> they'd, in there. They would wet their finger. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and so it's like the teachers, you know. So it's like you always like there's like a common thing, whatever, like not common, I guess, but like the old joke, whatever, like all oh, my teachers are aliens or my parents are aliens or whatever, and so it's like what if they really were and these teenagers like nobody believes them the cops don't believe them whatever and they're they're able to like spread you know throughout the community pretty rapidly that way um and it's like so i watched it and i was like yeah it was it was okay but i was kind of let down by it a little bit but then uh gladly it stuck in my head it kept like going around and like two days later i put it back on and like a day later i was like cooking whatever and i put it back on the in the background and i was like Mm -hmm. no i still really like this movie there's something about it that i've just always gravitated towards and it's just like it's goofy, it's it's fun. Um, I really I just like dig it. Um, and I just remembered actually uh, when I was watching it, I forgot about this. But uh, my brother Jeff, my oldest brother, who I don't talk about as much on here, um, gives blood a lot. And he was at a blood donor thing, and they had a TV on, and the it was like TNT or whatever. And they were playing the faculty. Yeah. And he texted me. This is like a year ago. He texted me, and he was like, "I'm watching the dumbest sci-fi movie." 
<laughs> I, I bet you know it. Have you ever seen The Faculty? And I was like, I love that movie. And he was like, I knew you would. It's awful, <laughs> but it looks fun or whatever, you know. Yeah. But I was like, no, it's cool. I, something about it I just really like. So I would highly recommend revisiting this. Uh, this is one of those, like, maybe if you watched it, like people talk about, like, if you watch a movie with me, mm-hmm. uh, you really like it or whatever. Um, I'm, like, a big fan of it, so maybe that helps or whatever. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, maybe someday. But it's it's fun, man. Um, and this movie came out in, was it 1999? Mm-hmm. Okay. And none of the principal, like, children characters, none of them die. Um, I don't want to spoil it, Brent. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, in Cabin in the Woods, they reference mm. the faculty. Um, oh, when? When? Yeah, Did I yeah because they said that uh, America was, like, the leading, um, like, the, the leading, like, sacrifice, you mm-hmm. know, champions or whatever um, for, like, so many years running, except for the incident in 1999, and that's what it's alluding to. Oh, my God. Okay, I mean, now I've got to watch both of those back-to-back. I know you're surprised, but we did, in fact, discuss this. <laughs> I feel like we had. <laughs> I feel like we had. Um, it's just one like, of those things that, yeah, it, in, unless you, um, it, it may not, like, click with you right away. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's that's uh, what stands out to me when I, when I think about the movie. Okay, yeah. So when I watched this again, I had forgotten about that for sure. And uh, so now I need to go revisit that as well. And it actually, if you think about it, in the world of Captain in the Woods, it even goes up higher, man. If it was, like, a mm-hmm. 90 to me, it's, like, definitely 100. Yep. Uh, interesting. Wow. I have to really take that into consideration. Um, so, so this is technically a cabin verse film as well. Absolutely. What you watched it. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it fits in that realm to me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's kind of a contained story. It's like in one town, but you never actually see most of the town. You only see like a, the school and a few houses. Um, so it seems like they could have actually contained it. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll go with that. Just a younger uh, version of those two. Like office characters, yeah, just like in the yeah. control room. Yep, Make man. It if there was like a um, like an end credit scene that they like tacked on years later with the, those two, that would have been amazing. That'd be and awesome. Been like yeah. fuck, we failed or whatever. Yep. That would have been great. Get me Richard Jenkins. <laughs> we need him right now. <laughs> um, all right. So the last on my list is uh, uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Okay, I'm very curious about yeah. this. Um, uh, that's can, why I put it last. Can I, can mm-hmm. I get? Oh boy. Okay. Can I get your <laughs> your thoughts on the original Pacific Rim? Mm-hmm. Were you a Were you a fan of that? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Is it okay? I'll I'll, um, uh, I'll steal myself. Okay. Good. 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 Um, I I saw Pacific Rim at the Alamo Draft House here in Houston okay. uh, years ago, uh, which is always a good experience. I was really looking forward to it at the time. Guillermo del Toro, big monsters fighting big robots. That sounds awesome, right? Um, the first time I saw it, I thought it was super mediocre. I just didn't care for it. Um, it's the, the acting is really bad, um, mm-hmm. mostly um, with like Charlie Hunnam. Thank um, you. God damn it. I right? hate that he's in this movie. He's awful. Um, yeah. I was really excited that he wasn't going to be in the sequel. But yeah. then once I watched the sequel, I was like, man, I really could use some Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> oh, which, wow. <laughs> which is saying something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he is he is not good. Um, and really, uh, other than that, I think the rest of it was the acting is like fine or whatever at least. Mm-hmm. But he is, he is really wooden. Um, and uh, But like the effects were cool and there's some cool ideas and whatever. But like I really just came away from it like really like meh, I guess. Yeah. And then after time, though, that movie also kind of, like, worked its way in my head. And then um, I started watching it a lot more, and I ended up buying it. And I watched the movie all the time. Like, I put that on constantly. Um, 
on the background, uh, if I'm cooking or whatever, if I'm just like, I put it on maybe like once a month, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, I'll put like scenes here and there or whatever. So I really, really like Pacific Rim, the first one. Have what you ever you? seen the, uh, the adult version of that movie? No. Nope. Pacific Rim job? <laughs> Is that what you were holding this whole yep. time? <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. No, but, uh, you know what? It had to be. But sad. I liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember liking parts of it, but yeah, Charlie Hunnam in the, in the original movie is just fucking terrible. Like, yeah. I, I could not believe how bad of a job he did. And, uh-huh. and I guess he was on uh, Sons of Anarchy. He was like the lead yeah. character on Sons of Anarchy, which is like, I don't know if it's critically acclaimed, but it's like a, a mm. popular show that people sure. like. And um, I, I kind of just expected him to, um, what do you call it, be able to act. Uh, <laughs> I know. It right? didn't seem like he was even <laughs> trying at all. Uh-huh. Poor Idris Elba had to take it upon his uh, uh, own uh, Jaeger-like shoulders to uh, absolutely get that movie to the finish line. But yeah, I mean, I liked. It. I thought it was fun. Just giant robots punching giant monsters. Mm. I mean, okay. Yep. You got me. Yeah. I there. mean, that's cool, right? Yeah. Um, and I know they were trying to get a second movie out there for a long time, and it didn't seem like it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yep. um, it the Pacific have. Rim Uprising came out, and uh, uh, I never got to see it in theaters. Um, uh-huh. I think like something else came out that weekend that I went to go see or, you know, something to that effect. And then mm. I heard reviews after the fact and, uh, didn't sound like it was great. That's why I didn't, I didn't go to the theaters. I saw it on TV cause it, it came on, uh, iTunes to rent. Uh, but the reviews had been so, so bad that I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to skip it until it comes out for video or whatever. And I'm glad I did that at least. Um, it's, uh, so the, the first one, you know, it's like Yemo del Toro. Great mm-hmm. director. Um, given its its faults, I think it's a great movie, and the effects are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not that it was like that many years ago, but it's like they're still like top notch uh, for today. Um, the second one exists. Um, Brent, it's it is terrible. Is it really? It is so bad. This one was directed by Stephen S. Knight, who was uh, the showrunner of Daredevil the first season or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I had high hopes for that, right? Like that had some cool fighting in it. Like I thought he'd have a good sense of acting and like, I don't know, whatever, just all of it. But, um, mm-hmm. it, this, I don't know what this movie is. I actually, I was putting these movies on this list. I was trying to remember what I had seen. And like, when I got to it on my iTunes, like receipt, I was like, oh yeah, I fucking watched that movie. I totally <laughs> forgot about it because it was so forgettable. Oh, okay. um, yeah. it's like, so for one, it has, uh, I can't remember his name right now. Fuck. Um, Finn from Star Wars. Um, oh, uh, John Boyega? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so John Boyega's great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited for him to be in it, especially over Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. And uh, he cannot carry this movie past its shittiness, basically. Oh, like, wow. there's there's no redeeming it. There's He is no Idris Elba, basically, mm-hmm. in this. Um, they in, in the first movie, Idris Elba has a, an adopted uh, daughter, um, I can't remember her name right now. Um, like an Asian daughter that he had found whenever that he was fighting in his mm-hmm. in his Jaeger, and never mentions anybody else. And in this movie, John Boyega plays his son, and sure. they like retcon that. They retcon the shit out of that. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, obviously I was his kid. Blah blah yeah. blah. Here's my sister, mm-hmm. um, and like they she she's in it for a little bit, and they talk and stuff, and they act like he was always around. And it's like, yeah. no, he was not around. Like it's a big deal in the movie that that's his only daughter. And that's everything to him. Yeah. You can't just like retcon that. And uh, I don't care who John Boyega is, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like he's, you can't just like will him into existence because you want to basically. Yeah. 
Uh, and then they've replaced Charlie Hunnam, though, with, uh, I think his name was Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's okay. son. Okay, yeah. Uh, who was also a very generic, white, wooden yeah. actor. Sure, and yeah. uh, he's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just do, like, a lot of bullshit in this movie. And it's, um, it's even worse because the plot line for this is more about, like, mech on mech than, like, mech on monster. Like, this is, like... After Pacificum ended, so spoiler for that, but like they, you know, closed up the portal and there are no more monsters. So this is like six years later, ten years later, something like that. And uh, it's like, what do you live in a world where they don't have those? So now, like, we still have these giant Jaegers and they like police the world and they're making like a new one. I'm even trying to remember what the plot was because it's that bad <laughs> and I forgot about it so much. But and it's like, there's like a rogue one or something like that and they have to fight it. So it's oh, like, a Star Wars like, story. <laughs> John Boyega, obviously, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and so they they go in a different route, and it's just not good. They they change character motivations that make no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like a money grab. Um, the effects were were good, I guess. Like they're they were they're good, but like I, if there's no if there's no real weight behind the story, then what does it matter? Yeah, like they don't they don't matter at all. So um, I yeah, it was. I was, I was way more surprised at how awful it was than I expected, which mm-hmm. is saying something after all the reviews that I'd heard. Um, this, this movie is like trash to me. It is like, it needs to be wiped off the earth. It was so bad. <laughs> oh, wow. Especially like, I, I think for me personally, because I'm such a big Pacific Ram fan and this is like the sequel to it. So I'm like, that is like, does not exist in my world anymore. Like that movie was awful. Wow. Strong feelings. Other than that, you have no opinion on the movie. No opinion. Not yeah, really. Go see it. Not really. Buy it on Amazon. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, do, you yeah. think, do you think they will make a third Pacific Rim movie? Not. I hope not. Did this one do well in the in theaters? You know, I don't know if, how well it did. Because um, even I if think, it did poorly here, it could do well over in Asia. Yeah. You know? So that was the thing. The, the first movie takes place a lot like in Hong Kong and they have a lot of Asian actors in it and stuff. Um, and it was like partly that way, like, you know, get that China market like a lot of movies are today. And I, I, from what I'd heard, Pacific Rim didn't do that well in the States, but it did really well overseas. Oh. And that's what actually made the sequel. But then nobody showed up overseas to the sequel. Oh, really? So, and I don't think many people in the States did either. So I feel like that's kind of the, the disconnect and I don't think a third one would be made because I don't think it did that well overall. Um, mm-hmm. And it felt more like pandering i think in this one than it did in the first one yeah um to that market and stuff um so i I hope not um because this was a this was a huge misstep so let me tell you how i think they could make a third movie Mm -hmm. all right so you can't you can't go after the u.s or asian markets specifically Mm -hmm. right but you can go after the religious market oh okay so you reduce you reduce the budget a little bit okay Uh You already have all of these digital assets made, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. you just bring those over to the new production. Mm-hmm. Maybe use uh, reuse some footage, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, Michael and focus on the put uh, Kurt Cameron in one of the the leading oh. roles. Okay, sure. Yeah, he is also Idris oh. Elba's other <laughs> other <laughs> other son. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's another white generic wooden actor, <laughs> but yes, Idris Elba's son. Absolutely. Yeah. Just keep it going. He's got a lot of uh, children, you know. Yeah. All races. Yeah, it's all, it's fine. It's fine. He's got them all. Um, and uh, yeah, do it that way. So it'd be uh-huh. like a uh, a religious themed Pacific Rim coming this Easter. 
Just when you thought the Jaegers couldn't face anything more threatening. Now they fight the Easter Bunny. <laughs> this is a crossover with yours. Yes, of course. Oh, wait, is that is it half of it animated? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, okay. It's just going to be reusing a lot of footage from sure. both franchises. Maybe some new things here and there. But mm-hmm. really the budgets uh, we're aiming for... One million, hoping less. Oh, if we okay. if we could get it down to like nine hundred k, sure. Yeah, I think blessed. that actually that would be if you got people to go to it, that would be the most successful of the franchise too. It would have to, yeah, 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 because you just tell all of the uh, the churches load up mm. your buses. We're going to the movies. That's going to see a big action movie. Now, is this is there any way to do a crossover? Oh, as this, cross this is a, over. Yes, yeah. It it. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Show title. (laughs) Uh, That this is actually a sneaky sequel to The Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ 2, Pacific Rim, Mm -hmm. Easter Doom. Easter. Oh, I like it. I like Mm it. Um, Yeah, because one part of the movie is going to be Kurt Cameron, guys, just go ahead and, and punch him in the chest. And then they punch one of the Jaegers in the chest, and they open it up, and it's it's uh, Jesus on oh, the cross. Absolutely. Like it, you, they don't explain like how we got taken down from the cross, put in the cave, mm-hmm. and then yeah. disappeared from the cave. Like it's you just go with it. You're not gonna yeah, be sure, thinking sure. a lot in this movie, yeah. um, or in most religions. So um, no disrespect. Have... <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I have a wonderful scene for this too. So a big part of Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim, right? Obviously, it's it's in the Pacific. There's a there's like a, a hole, uh, and there's like a space time continuum hole where the monsters come through, and the Jaegers get dropped in the ocean and have to go down there, and they fight all the time in the water. But Brent, obviously, mm-hmm. the Jesus Jaeger, mm-hmm. would step on top of the water in one scene, <laughs> blow everybody I love away. It. Love it, and it, it hilariously in the movie they call it the Jaeger. Even though Jaeger is spelled with a J, <laughs> it's just like two J's at the front. This actually works really well because in the movie, the lore of the movie is that you have to have two minds to mm-hmm. do a Jaeger, uh, mm-hmm. but Jesus could handle both, you know, obviously because Trinity. Right. Boom! <laughs> at one point, uh, the uh, the Jaeger, he uh, has a cannon pop out of his arm and... Uh, <laughs> He aims it at one of the the uh, bad Jaegers, mm-hmm. right? One of the secular Jaegers. It's always up to no good. Yeah. And he goes, uh, Jesus, inside the pilot. Uh, he has a chair. He doesn't have to do all the, like, yeah. posing and stuff. He has yeah, a chair. Yeah, he yeah. can relax, you know. He's uh, he's had his limbs stretched for a while. He, he's going to relax in the, in, the, in the Jaeger. So he's just sitting there. He's like, uh, now taste my Jaeger shot. <laughs> I want to watch this movie right <laughs> now. Oh my god. This sells itself. Mm-hmm. 900k. Yep. 900k. Okay. We can do it. We can do it. And then as the final secular uh, Jaeger falls mm-hmm. <laughs> behind Jesus out from the water, like you see the water like bubbling up, and then you see a giant rabbit mecha. Oh, <laughs> it's the Easter Bunny. It's the showdown we've all been waiting for. It's oh like Godzilla God. versus King Kong, Superman yeah. versus Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Jesus versus the Easter Bunny. 
who will win. Spoilers, Santa Claus. Oh my God, sneaky. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't expect it. Does he, have a, does he have a Jaeger as well? Santa? Yep. Uh, yeah, but it's a reindeer. <laughs> I imagine there's like eight reindeer that form into one super, you know, oh, super yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, they, they're for sure Voltron. And then yeah, uh, Rudolph is, is the nose, and he's the... Um, oh, fuck yeah. He, he draws power from, uh, like, Superman, he draws power from mm. sunlight, and then mm-hmm. he can just, like, shatter an enemy with his Does it, Like a laser nose. beam at his nose? Exactly, yeah. yeah. He's like, okay. uh, like Cyclops in that way, yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Damn, this movie sells itself, Brent. I think, uh, I think we're on to something here. You know what? I think we can get that budget down to, like, 750K. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> We'll just, if we, if we need to, you know, we'll use, we'll reuse footage, like you said, but, you know, mm-hmm. we have some new Jaegers, uh, an Easter Bunny, uh, Reindeer, uh, so we're going to need something more. So maybe if we do some, like, stop motion, uh, a little bit in there, um, oh. kind of throw it in, whatever, you know, yeah. nobody will notice, it'll yeah. be fine, uh, but I think we can make this work. Yeah, do some claymation. Um, are you sure we can get it down that small if, uh, Kirk Cameron's in it, though? His budget's, <sighs> yeah. I mean, his... His salary's got to be like what twenty k or something, right? Oh, if that. Um, uh, <laughs> let's just expand it out to eight hundred k. Call it okay. Good. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. We can do that. Um, man, I'm excited for this uh, this new project we got going on. Hey, a couple a couple Easter's from now, you're gonna be in theaters. <laughs> We're gonna be the first movie to be like. Besides Hop, I guess. The first movie to be like, we're premiering on Easter. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest movie theater holiday ever. <laughs> Wait, did Hop come out on Easter Day? I don't know. I just imagined it probably would, right? Eh, Something like that. Sounds, sounds fair. Sounds I, like something that would happen. I was just about to say the first movie ever to, to want to premiere on Easter, but then I was like, well, Hop probably wanted to. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if they did, but it uh, seems like something they would have done. I don't know. They might move like Easter around for this occasion just like bump it to friday you know (laughs) like whatever yeah big whoop no no big deal um that would work for us uh we'll have to or we could plan it out like calendar year when it falls on a friday or does it ever it's always on sunday yeah it's always on sunday that's what you're saying that's what you're saying yeah uh you can tell i'm super into easter that i remember (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh wait no wait okay yeah sunday that makes sense that makes sense i'm telling you we Uh, can get some like jager peeps you know we can really like think of the marketing that's how we'll make our money back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Lucas had uh, the Star Wars toys. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Jaeger peeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest money maker. That's also what we call the fans of this movie. The Jaeger peeps. <laughs> Amazing. And if we want to get a fourth one made, but like we can't get the money for it for some reason, which mm-hmm. we would, yeah. they could like send those into the studio like they do like in other shows. For, like, they're oh, for sure. Like, yeah. yeah, they could send in the Jaeger peeps. Oh yeah, yeah. By the by, the box load. Mm-hmm. Be like maybe like two of them. Uh-huh. But they'll probably all be like melted into one like giant peep, which what? is what? ironically <laughs> the plot <laughs> of the fourth movie. <laughs> oh man, that was fantastic. I, I we've got a hit on our hands. Um, we absolutely we need to write this. <laughs> we absolutely do. Uh, if anything, for fun, but for profit too. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. All right. Well, do you want to get to our main topic? I guess. <laughs> I guess we have to. Uh, we both recently saw in the last week or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever is kind of 
how we feel about it. I actually don't remember when this movie came out. I've, I'm, I'm so behind on movies. Uh, I still haven't seen The Incredibles 2. You saw Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, this weekend. I still haven't seen that. I, uh, I just saw uh, what we're going to talk about, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, uh, on like like two days ago or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. I think this uh, came out at the, the end of... Um, actually, it's the weekend that we came down to Texas. So what, like the, oh, okay, yeah. the 22nd? Yeah, um, so it's been a while. Of, uh, yeah. of June, yeah. So it's been, been a little wow. bit, but... <laughs> <laughs> you did it to yourself. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to do it. I was trying. <laughs> I was going to harmonize. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, oh, real quick on Ant-Man and yeah. the Wasp. Uh, oh, I texted yeah. you yeah. that I gave it two thumbs up. I uh, wasn't mm-hmm. a big fan of the original Ant-Man movie. It's kind of just okay to me. It's in my mm-hmm. bottom three of the MCU yeah. movies. But this one was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and I haven't seen... I, I've seen like the first couple of trailers, I guess, mm-hmm. but I didn't really like go back and rewatch them. I just saw them maybe once or twice and uh, yep. moved on with life because, again, I wasn't really looking forward to it sure. um, and uh, haven't seen any of the commercials for it that have been on TV. So a lot of the jokes and, you know, action beats or whatever uh, were a surprise to me in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I get to go in mostly yeah, fresh, cool. you know, um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, there is a mid credit scene and a post credit scene. Um, so are they good? Uh, mid credits, mid credits. Yes. Uh, the post credit scene is, uh, uh, (laughs) it's, it's a a gag, but Mm -hmm. it's something that I don't, I don't want to, I I have to tell you because people are going to be pissed otherwise. (laughs) So uh, I won't tell you what it is, but it is something that Uh. we've seen in a trailer before. So I don't know why Uh. they, they use that at, at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you told me that. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said uh, when we were texting about it, I'm looking forward to the movie more now because we both of us really weren't. Yeah. Um, and I still don't know, like you had mentioned, if I'm going to see one in the theaters, go see Incredibles 2, which I'm mm-hmm. still planning on. Um, but, uh, you know, I, mean, I, I usually watch Marvel movies in the theater, you know, so I, mm-hmm. I don't generally would want to go, so we'll see. But um, I, I definitely want to see it more now that you've, you know, kind of given it such a high review. So that's good. Hey, wait a minute. Jurassic World 2, Incredibles 2, Ant-Man 2. What? Are we Are we in the summer of sequels? <gasps> I think we might be. Oh, my God. Is every summer the summer of sequels, though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I did think about that, not with Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I did think about that because we kept talking about, I was going to try to watch Incredibles 2 for this episode as well, and uh, I was like, yeah, Jurassic World 2, Incredibles 2. Okay, cool, both sequels. Both the second sequels, all of these as well. Mm-hmm. Not even just like... Uh, the third or fourth or whatever in a series, but right. yeah, that's all, whatever. <laughs> so should we, should we talk about this movie? Let's do it. Fallen Kingdom. And by Fallen, it has fallen very hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I am totally with you. Okay. So as we were leaving this movie, um, and, and let's do spoiler free for right now, but okay. uh, as we were walking out of this movie, my wife asked me what I thought of the movie. And I was like, eh, you know, I, I, I liked it. I guess, you know, it had dinosaurs in it. So, I yeah. mean, that was good. And then upon further reflecting on it over the past couple of days, uh, I was like, man, that movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped ahead to the a few days later thing right in the theater. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I was immediately like, what is happening? So there were, yeah, I mean, for sure there were parts of the movie where I was just like, Ugh, I don't like this at all. Yeah. But then there were other parts where I was like, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wondered the whole time. I was like, well, Brent's got to like it, right? It's dinosaurs. Yeah. 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 
but you know, I, I, I got to keep it real. I didn't like the uh, the good dinosaur, which is both Pixar and a movie about dinosaurs. There you uh, go. And uh, I thought that movie was crap. And uh, mm-hmm. I feel feel the same way about about this one. Um, now look, I'm not saying I'm not going to not buy this. Uh. I, I will eventually buy this movie, <laughs> but um, but man, it's a. Uh, do you, do you generally generally genuinely like the first Jurassic World movie? Yeah, I do. Okay. That yeah. okay. So that's the same thing do my you? my wife said. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh I was like after watching this one I was like so is that first Jurassic World not good? I know. But like it, it made me question. <laughs> I know. Who I am as a person. I want to go back and rewatch it. I mean, I watched that movie a lot too, but yeah. uh I need to go back now and be like is it not good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love that voice too. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a uh, Colin Trevorrow directed the first Jurassic World. Yeah, and he he co-wrote this with Derek Connolly, and didn't direct it though. Uh, this one was directed by J. A. Bayona, and uh, Colin Trevorrow though is kind of like the the showrunner, if you will, of this trilogy of mm-hmm. Jurassic World. And he keeps talking about how he has, like, you know, the third one in mind. And I think, I don't know if he's going to come back and direct that or if they have another director yet for that. But um, he'll be, in, uh, you know, part of the story or whatever. But also, flashing back to our other conversations in the past, um, he did that little movie that I loved, uh, The Book of Henry. Um, and by loved, I mean it's a piece of shit. And at the time, I had heard that that's why he got pulled off of Star Wars 9, uh, was because that movie was like so bad and they were like, we don't really know to trust this guy or whatever. And what's weird though is like, the, the, not, not the Jurassic Park or that franchise is like on the same level as Star Wars, but like, you know, like they're both like big Spielberg, Lucas era type right. things, you know, that have, yeah. uh, you know, there's like so many sequels and it's like this big franchise and whatever. Both have and, uh, uh, lightsabers. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. Dude. Can you imagine little T-Rex? Shy lightsabers. Like, doo, 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 doo. Be amazing. Um, but uh, I'm wait, surprised. Wait, 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 real quick. Remember that scene at the end of Solo? Spoilers for Solo. But uh, there's a character that pulls back his hood. What if he did that? And it was the, the raptor from Jurassic Park 3 that says oh Alan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's but amazing. it still has the uh, the oh well I don't I won't say that to uh, to spoil solo but <laughs> anyway it sounds great though and I'm with you yeah um, Alan uh, wait does one of them are you saying it says Alan <laughs> yeah in, in Jurassic, Jurassic Park three, Park 3? Um, uh, Alan Grant is on a like an airplane traveling uh-huh. to I think it's to uh, Jurassic Park and mm-hmm. um, he's having a dream. That uh, oh. on the plane he looks over and there's a velociraptor <laughs> and, it, and it says the word Alan. <laughs> Man. Yeah, you it's know, crazy. Jurassic Park 3, I haven't watched The Lost World, Jurassic Park 2, or uh, 3 in a long time because I, mm-hmm. I don't remember them being very good. And I, just, I, I like what I was going to say with this too is like from now on, I think my, my version of this series is Jurassic Park and Jurassic World as a direct sequel. And that's yeah. it. Like nothing yeah. else, right? But uh, Jurassic Park 3 was directed by um, Joe Johnston, who did... Captain uh, America. Captain America, yeah. yeah. And, and The Rocketeer. Rocketeer. Like, I like his stuff a lot, but uh, I remember that movie just being really bad. And that, that clinches it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, but actually, weirdly, I think if the dinosaur spoke, uh, it would fit in with this weird plot line they have going on with this new trilogy. Holy shit, yeah. Right? It would like fit in there in a stupid way. But uh, 
But anyway, getting back to uh, Colin Trevorrow, I just I'm surprised that they're keeping him on this big franchise when they took him off Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I'm just not really sure of his vision or why they're like accepting of this. Like I don't know why this is the like Jurassic World. I thought was a really cool thing. Basically, the, I, I like the concept of Jurassic Park. They're about to open this park. They bring in some people to look at it. Everything goes to shit. And flash forward like you know decades later, and they've work those kinks out and they've reopened it. I mm-hmm. thought that was such a cool premise. Yeah. And then they had some some things in there like it's whatever about like the military applications and whatever that's fine. And I knew that they had they had some scripts in mind at the time that they were actually going to do some like dinosaur human hybrid people oh, that looked God. like no. they looked like Koopas from from the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie, right? <laughs> and I was like that's fucking stupid, but now I'm kind of like are they going for that a little bit? I think they are. And uh, I just don't know why, like, this sequel came after Jurassic World. Like, I don't know why the story is going this way. And I'm, I don't know that Colin Trevorrow is a good storyteller now. Oh, um, I, I have serious right? doubts now. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, so. my, my only frame of reference was uh, Jurassic World oh. for him. Okay. And then I've never seen Book of Henry, uh, despite mm-hmm. your recommendation. I know. <laughs> How great he did, a, he did another one called Safety Not Guaranteed. Uh, that was, like, his first, oh. like, independent movie with okay. the... Mark Duplass and mm-hmm. um, Aubrey Plaza and stuff. And it's like a, a small like time travel movie. It's, like, it's about a guy who uh, uh, puts a cra- – as a, as a real story, a guy put a Craigslist ad saying like time travelers wanted, uh, be here at this time or whatever, like uh, uh, safety not guaranteed. Yeah. And uh, that was just like a Craigslist ad. And so they made a movie based on that premise. And it's like a fun, quirky, independent movie or whatever. Um, and then he made Book of Henry – and or Jurassic World and Book of Henry, and so he is a spotty record, but uh, but yeah, this one. Well, I mean, it's going through Universal as well, and they don't have like the best track record of keeping their movies in like a coherent continuity mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, just look gotcha. at. Uh, I know you can't and won't, but uh, the the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchises like that as well, yeah. where like sometimes uh, like one of the new characters killed off one of the old, like beloved characters and was a friend of these other characters at the end of one of the movies, he shows up for like the family picnic and they all just hang out together. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's frustrating in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but for fast and furious, I can like shut off my brain and I just want to see like big dumb action. That's like what mm-hmm. I want from that franchise. It, sure. it fills in that, that void, um, uh, for Jurassic, uh, the Jurassic movies, um, mm-hmm. the, they kind of have a little bit of that as well. I mean, it's like giant lizards attacking people, essentially. Mm. Um, but they're they're also a little bit more character focused mm. to me. Um, but this one, yeah, <laughs> you said it, brother. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even I don't even know what happened. Um, yeah. So so your thought as you were watching the movie, you were like, mm. "This movie is bad." Yeah, I okay. I was yeah I was okay. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, it didn't take me any time. Yeah. I see. Uh, I'm yeah. a. I'm a bit of a dinosaur, uh, ro- romanticist. Mm, sure. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever that word is. Um, <laughs> romanticist. And and, uh, and I I just kept waiting for the movie to be like, oh no, here's here's a a magical twist that makes everything <laughs> you've seen make sense and make it good. Uh, yeah. That didn't happen. But uh, um, and matter of fact, there's like some shit in this movie that like my brain just completely glossed over. Um, mm. Like, uh, you know, the character of Wolverine who likes to eat cereal off of a, <laughs> off of a plate. He, uh-huh. uh, his, his healing factor works in such a way that even if he has like a traumatic experience from like mm-hmm. back in the day, 
um, his mind will like heal itself to kind of help erase that memory. Mm. Um, except for like the most recent stuff. But mm. um, that's how my mind was when I was watching this movie because there's mm. a plot line in this that I like when it was introduced, I was like, I'm sorry, what is happening now? <laughs> and then like, I, 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 I did not absorb any information and I might have uh. to have you explain it to me. Um, and then I'll forget immediately because it's sure. so fucking stupid. But um, yeah, for... Uh, for this movie, um, and this is in the trailer, so it's not really a spoiler, mm. but they decide to jump back into splicing dinosaur DNA again. Yeah. And uh, they they create a new raptor called the Indoraptor, which is mm-hmm. the uh, raptor equivalent of the uh, Indominus Rex, mm-hmm. which is, uh, seems like it's going backwards, right? Like, yeah. Like in the, the first Jurassic World movie, they have this giant, like, man-made monster mm. Mm-hmm. And then now they've got a, like a smaller version. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> sure. Mm, not as scary. <laughs> yeah, it seems kind of a weird stretch. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to get into spoiler territory? Let's, let's just jump into spoilers so we can I don't know uh, what else to say, cry yeah. on each other's shoulders and mouths. <sighs> okay, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> spoilers! Uh, <laughs> I just imagine us like laying our heads opposite each other, just like looking at each other, heads on shoulders, just crying in our faces. <laughs> but having like projectile tears. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets in your mouth. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we both drown uh, ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to mention uh, as well, I mentioned about Colin Trevorrow and then Derek Connolly is the other writer. I don't know what he's done or who that guy is, but mm-hmm. um, uh, the director, J.A. Bayona, um, I was excited for this director because he had done um, The Impossible um, with Naomi Watts and Ewan McGregor about the tsunami uh, a few years ago in Thailand and um which is a great movie and then he had done the orphanage which is one of my favorite horror movies of the last decade or whatever um and they're both really good and i was like yeah he's gonna be great with this and uh when i was talking to danny about this movie uh, my brother he uh uh i had mentioned that like we both liked the, the impossible he's never seen the orphanage but i was like you know i thought like jay J. bayona did well with what he had i think in the movie there were some moments that i mm-hmm. thought were really cool um some shots that he did were really cool there's a shot with like blue where he's uh, leaving towards the end and the headlights shine on him and his like he looks like a huge raptor against the trees and then he runs away and it's just like a cool shot that Wait, I liked. I, I do have to correct you, it is a she. Oh, oh my bad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Remember, feminist I, movie. Feminist icon so blue the raptor. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Um, and it was like a cool shot. Um, there were I also liked um, a lot of the deaths in this movie were like off screen or like they, people would get taken and it was like, it was scarier than just seeing them being eaten. Mm -hmm. Like they would, uh, get taken away or ripped away or whatever. And then you might see them in the background or whatever, but I thought it was like good. And I I think it really falls squarely on the writing of this movie, like the plot in general, Mm -hmm. not even just the writing, but like the actual just storyline of where they're, where the fuck they're going with this. Yeah. Um, and I think he did the best he could still, I still think he did well. Um, but I just don't think there's anything for him to save at, at that point. So yeah, I think the the film looks like visually pretty good mm-hmm. uh, in most insta- instances. Um, like the shot in the trailer with the the mm-hmm. raptor like claw like getting ready to like attack that little girl. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think that looks cool. Creepy. Um, yeah. And then there's the the shot of the Indoraptor on top of the the roof, um, mm-hmm. but which is weird because I thought the roof the roof the roof was on fire, but um, <laughs> it was raining. So what do I know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but also there were like certain shots where the dinosaurs, like the CGI didn't look that good. Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. when they, they first get to uh, the island and um, 
that uh, that that doctor that they bring with them, who I don't remember seeing in any of the trailers or anything. The uh, mm. the the Asian lady that's with them, mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. She's got the, the oh yeah the tats and everything. I don't remember seeing I, her at all. I liked her character a lot. But uh-huh. I, I did too. I was like, oh, is this? Is she is she going to die almost immediately? Yeah. But no, she's in like most of the <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. but she like she's gets pretty out. important. Yeah. yeah, and she gets out and she looks at the uh, like the the brachiosaurs that are walking mm. by, and I thought they looked a little bit uh, Sci Fi yeah. Channel esque right yes. there. But then there were other shots of the dinosaurs that I thought looked pretty good. Like blue looked pretty good most of the yeah. time, and um, of course the uh, the classic T Rex uh, mm-hmm. looked pretty good too. But. Uh, I want to jump in on that that Rachiosaurus or whatever that they watched. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene, first first off, I, I totally agree with you that the effects didn't look that great. Uh, but also, um, one of the um, one of the big things that I've always kind of said, and like a lot of people, like articles have been written about, uh, Jurassic Park sequels are so hard because it's hard to capture the magic again of seeing that for the first time. Mm-hmm. And Jurassic Park was so well done, um, like not only the effects but like everything about it was so was so well done. And I thought it was a really bad move to recreate that moment from Jurassic Park in this. It did not. <laughs> yeah. It did not work. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, I don't know why you would even attempt to redo that. Mm-hmm. Like, the first dinosaurs you see in that movie and that scene is, like, gorgeous. And, like, the way they acted that scene, like, the way they look yeah. at it. And the, the uh, score, the way the score kicks yeah, out. Like yeah, like, everything about it. Like, why would you even attempt it? So, yeah, I thought that was really bad. Yeah. Um, I will say that opening scene of the movie where they're under the water getting the Indoraptor tooth, mm. I thought that was pretty cool, uh, and I like the way it was shot, especially after they send up that floaty and you follow it up. The camera mm-hmm. follows it up, and you can see like that big, you can yeah. tell that like big uh, fishosaur, <laughs> the mesosaur <laughs> is up there, and then yeah. you know later um, you see the shot of the um, it's like looking directly at the little sub and then you can see yeah. the, the mesosaur like coming up behind them and everything and then shows a shot above the water and the light just gets snuffed out yeah uh, snuffed out that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about it was so well done yeah, yeah I was like oh man this this is gonna be a good movie mm. yeah okay but with that though I was also like really guys you're gonna come in from the ocean and open these giant doors okay obviously he's getting out yeah. I was like okay cool that's gonna happen um, but you guys can't tell that he's in the water, seriously, <laughs> yeah. or you had to come on this day while it's storming like a motherfucker here. Yeah, yeah. It is like that in the beginning with that, they had cool, cool shots that I thought, okay, this could be good. But that was the beginning of the stupid ass moments in this movie mm-hmm. that I fucking hated. Um, that were just like dumb character motivations that yeah. make no sense that I was yeah. like, like, when they're yelling at that guy, when the T-Rex shows up and that mm-hmm. guy's on the dock and he's like, he just keeps pointing at his headphones, I can't hear you. And it's like, if you're on Jurassic Park or <laughs> Jurassic World and people are yelling at you, you fucking run. Yeah. They are, they're not just shouting at you to say, hey. Yeah. You know, like there's a dinosaur nearby going to eat you. Right. That's known. <laughs> it's so dumb. I hated it. The only thing worse is if he would have like taken off his headphones and like thrown them into the helicopter <laughs> blades. <laughs> I can't hear anything. You don't get it. If that would have happened, I would have been like, you make sense. Why not? <laughs> but I, yeah. I did love seeing the, the T-Rex at that moment. Oh, yeah. Just, of, of course. I was expecting to see some raptors there, but no, mm-hmm. of course it would be uh, the T-Rex. Um, and then as uh, the, they're trying to flee and the, uh, the the T-Rex gets a hold of that, that janky-ass ladder and tries to mm. jerk around the helicopter and everything, um, once it gets free... 
the guy just like stops in the middle of the ladder to celebrate. I'm like, oh no, this is nope, no, nope. you get to die. Yeah, <laughs> even if it was like shaking it around, I would still try to climb up a little bit, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, you think put, like put some effort into it, you know. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. just sit there. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Have I ever been in the middle of a ladder between a helicopter and a Tyrannosaurus Rex? No. Twice. Do I know what I would? Oh, <laughs> oh you okay? You, oh, so you know what you would do? Oh yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, been there, yeah. done that. Yeah. <laughs> so you would climb up. Uh huh. Yeah. Because you've been there. Yeah. I, that makes sense. I have the experience to do it. <laughs> you should have been in this movie then because they don't have any experience <laughs> and they suck. <laughs> so, um, let's, uh, I guess let's talk about some of the characters. Um, yeah. Claire uh, is a, a totally different character uh, in this yeah. movie. <laughs> like, in the, the first Jurassic World, she was uh, the head of Jurassic World or Jurassic Parks there. Whatever mm. the, was it? Was it called Jurassic Park? They, that first one? No, they renamed it, yeah, Jurassic World. Oh, okay. And that one, yeah. So she was uh, running a essentially a, a, a zoo, capitalizing mm-hmm. on these characters. In this movie, she's uh, trying to save these characters because no one should capitalize on them. Um, thoughts? <laughs> I, I don't like her. Um, <laughs> I think she is such a... It's weird because what you just described is a, a big character arc, a big change in a character. But I find... Maybe it's her dialogue. I don't know. Like I like Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she's a good actress. Um, there's something about the... And I, I felt this way in Jurassic World as well. I feel like she's very wooden in this role. Mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't have much to do. Um, she's one of my least favorite parts, I think, of the first movie. Uh, character-wise, and she's yeah. one of my least favorite in this one. Like, I, I think that she could just be so much better. Like, she's not... It's not bad, really. I, I don't really want to harp on it too much. It's just that, like, I, I, I'm always like, oh, cool, like, a, this could be, like, a big feminine character uh, in a movie, like you said, like, with Blue and everything, uh, a big feminist movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be that. Um, I just don't think she's... Like, she's no match for Ellie in the first... In Jurassic Park, you know, like, right. being, like, a badass or whatever to mm-hmm. me. Um she doesn't bring as much to the table as I wish she would as a character, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. that's my take on it. But what do you, what do you think about her though? Especially in this one. Um, it, it seems like the, the writers or maybe the studio were trying to push her in a more like take charge role, mm-hmm. but I just don't, it's just seems awkward because you don't see that character transition. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She just flips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Pratt in this movie, um, mm-hmm. can't remember his character's name, but it seemed like I like him, but mm-hmm. I don't know what the point of having him in this movie was other than, yep. Hey, we have to have Chris Pratt in this movie. Yep. You know, uh, he seemed uh-huh. extraneous. Um, yep. like he was there to like help chase down blue. That's like, it. Yeah. And, and then after like, he, he doesn't need to be in the rest of the movie really. Yeah. I just thought like you can't. I don't know. Like, I, I didn't buy that they needed him for that, mm-hmm. uh, that they couldn't just capture Blue, like, that she would evade them so much or whatever, that they couldn't set up, like, a trap or nets or something, like, just anything. Yeah. I know that she's really smart. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm with you. I just didn't buy it. Um, and I was going to say, <laughs> I'm really into, like, uh, I really like like outdoors and cabins and, and building stuff. I'd love to build my own cabin someday or whatever. Mm-hmm. So whenever she finds him, and he's like living in a trailer by himself next to that gorgeous fucking lake, mm-hmm. building his own cabin, just like 
listening to music all day doing that, I was like, I would watch this for two hours. <laughs> I want to be there helping him out. That seemed way more intriguing to me than what, <laughs> what followed in the movie, personally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have no idea why. He was definitely brought back in because he's Chris Pratt. Yeah. And he's part of this franchise now. Uh, but I was so let down in the plot line whenever... I thought it was so weird. Like, they get there, and it was so quick that they just, like, find Blue, and they're, like, they all just, like, turn on them. They're, like, mm-hmm. we're going to leave you here to die, and we're all going to go now. Yep. And I was, like, this is... It was just all very strange. It's not how I thought the plot was going to go at all, uh, yep. which kind of lends itself to why the trailers were so weird. Like, I remember when I told you, like, not to watch that trailer, because mm-hmm. I was, like, there's a whole second part of the story we haven't seen yet, and now it's here. And, like, in the movie, it's, like, a big jumbled mess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I was, I was surprised at how little time we spent at the island, you know, yeah. with the dinosaurs and everything. But, um, yeah, that, uh, but then we got to go to, uh, California and, uh, <laughs> a weird dinosaur auction. So, yeah, with like the, like fucking get out with yeah. dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, I think I like this movie. <laughs> so I wanted to mention too. Kind of like, uh, oh, there's something else that they just like, they just kind of retcon things, change things, whatever that I didn't expect. But yeah. I don't remember in Jurassic Park, like there, was, there wasn't a volcano on the island ever, right? Did we ever know that? I, I don't think so. And again, it might be because I don't remember the, I, I don't remember the sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Jurassic Park, Jurassic World in my head. So, but I thought it was like, if, if John Hammond was like, spare no expense and was going to build a habitat uh, mm-hmm. An amusement park of, you know, de-extinct dinosaurs. Do you think he would choose an island with a volcano on it at all? I don't. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. with any chance to, that it would become active, like, why would he? Why would he ever do that? Yeah. And so I thought, like, that was such a. I thought that the lava scenes, like, some of that was fine. It was cool, I guess. Whatever. Like, uh, it was so early and so quick. It was just over, and we're done with the island. Like. Now that island is just done. Like, nothing's there anymore. Yeah. There's no dinosaurs there. There's no park there. There's nothing. It's just, like, lava flow or whatever. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I just thought that was so cheap to me. Like, it seemed like such a, like, like, well, let's just put this plot point in here because it's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, though. And then, like, the fact that, like, they kept showing, like, it almost explode. And they're like, it could happen any moment. And they get there and it happens, like, right away. Yeah. It just all felt, like, so contrived to me. Yeah. So that was part of it for me. It just, the whole, like, Every idea they went through, I was just like, why? Why did you choose that, though? Like, mm-hmm. You could have done so much better here. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> like, really, like, the plot line of, like, her going there and that guy wants to, like, he's like, we have a sanctuary. We're going to bring the dinosaurs to and that kind of stuff. And then, like, no, he's really going to do the auction. Like, why did you need the volcano at all? Like, why couldn't it just be, like, the dinosaurs can't survive there alone. We need to have something there. We're going to move them to this, like, natural, you know, enclosed island mm-hmm. so they can't escape. Like, I didn't, I didn't really need that plot point at all, I guess, basically. It could have been one of those things where the guy was already smuggling dinosaurs off the island. And yeah. then they go to get Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Pratt to uh, retrieve them or whatever. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to do it. I'm just here hammering stuff. Tap, 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 tap. And then he's like, they have blue. And then he like turns around and, oh, and he's yeah. like, take me to this place. And then they're, <laughs> they just go directly there. Uh, yeah. but they didn't, Already they didn't better. do that. Yep. Um, you fixed it. They could have put some, uh, Jaegers in this as well. Uh, oh, man. taking it to the next level. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they didn't do that either. So, uh, we've, we're, uh, we're stuck with this movie and, uh, uh, I do have to say my least favorite character, surprisingly mm-hmm. to me was the, the nerd guy 
normally I like the nerd guy. Uh, yes. I, I can usually uh, um, identify with. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, he was so annoying, and he mm-hmm. he did not have any charm at all, like you, you yeah. expect from Mike. Like a funny character, like especially like in the 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 trailers and like early parts of the film where he's kind of like a, a jumbled mess. He's getting on that plane and mm-hmm. he's nervous about it and everything. Um, you figure he's going to be the comedic relief or whatever, but yeah. I guess Chris Pratt is the comedic relief, but he's also the, the principal like action yeah. hero in this movie as well. Um, so I don't know. I I didn't like his character at all. Uh, mm. No, I'm with you. Yeah. Um. I feel like like nobody laughed at any of his jokes. Yeah, uh, it wasn't theater. funny. Yeah, there, yeah. The, it, 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 like the the score. I remember the score. Like whenever he would like say something or whatever was like dramatic hmm. underneath it. So it's it's like he was trying to read it as a, a dramatic line or something like that. And mm. it could be the directors. You know, yeah. I, I I don't recall seeing that actor in anything else. So I don't want to like yeah. shit all over him. But um, yeah, it's. It, <laughs> Uh, the the character in this this film was just like I, I don't know why he was there he he opened some mm-hmm. vents and then he opened some doors and yeah hey you know you want some doors open we know rappers yeah. can do it we know that from the first <laughs> Jurassic Park movie you know yeah so. um, yeah there's again you're making me think of these like stupid plot points I hated like when they're going they're in that tunnel or whatever and that dinosaur keeps coming up which was a cool scene yeah the lava would drop down and the dinosaur would like just be shown a little bit and that was pretty creepy. Uh, but then they like they go up that little ladder tunnel to get up top, mm-hmm. and I was like, that dinosaur will not fit up there. Like he will not. <laughs> yeah. He barely fit in the huge tunnel. He just walked through. Yeah. Um, and then he just like easily like almost eats his feet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like he wouldn't be able to get there. Like it was creepy enough just to get close to them, and then be like, you guys can't leave. Like you can't go back down because he's right there or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, he can't like rip open the steel and get to you. You know, in a space that you can't fit in. Like, that's just dumb. Just dumb. Yeah. I'm angry about it, Brent. <laughs> Apparently. Well, let's talk about the uh, the scene that uh, made my wife hate this movie, which oh, okay, is cool. all of the dino deaths that happened Ugh. on the island. And it, I, uh, Brent, it got I cried me. for you in that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't cry for me, Argentina. Cry for those poor, poor CGI assets that uh, it was so sad it was right there was a lot of them because most of them can't yeah. swim they don't have their oh i know it. right feet for that type of job i know <laughs> except for the the brachiosauruses and brontosauruses their heads are just like sticking up like 30 feet above the water yeah. like, it's fine guys it's fine i got it <laughs> i'm good yeah whenever they're all like running off that cliff um, I was like, man, that's pretty harsh, actually. Like, once I watched it in the theater versus, like, the trailer, which we all knew that was happening, but I was like, they're, like, trying to get, uh, you know, he's trying to break them out of that little, uh, whatever, sphere or whatever, the, mm-hmm. the human characters. But I was like, I don't care about them. Like, all of these dinosaurs in the in the background are dying around you, like, drowning yeah. around you. That's, like, that's, a, that's one of the worst deaths, I think, is, like, drowning. All these uh, massive creatures. Yeah. <laughs> falling in the water around them, you know? Yeah. It seemed like they would just, like, get smashed underneath the It seems like that, for one, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then it was just so sad. And then, um, God, when they, when they leave the dock and that fucking, like, brontosaurus or rachiosaurus comes up on the dock and he's like Mrrr. oh my god that was I, rough that was heart-wrenching right yeah. that, that's Ugh. that's specifically what brandy cited as like yeah. being like the. she was like i was over there in tears 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a cool, it, it looked beautiful though when the smoke kind of came it, in. It and did, he was like yeah. standing that was up. A good but shot. Yeah. That made it even worse though. It made it even harder to watch. Yeah. Um, and that was fine. Like that's, that was a good emotional pull. But um, actually, it was a little too much for me. I, th- I thought it was like a, all of it was like a little, a little too sad, a little too harsh. Yeah. Again, I just don't really know what I, I wanted the story to go that way. You yeah. Know? So it was like a, it's an animal rights movie in a way. But yeah. also, we're going to torture the shit out yeah. of these animals. <laughs> Listen, but torture porn, too. None yeah. of the animals on this island are going to survive. And then the ones yeah. that do survive get captured and are taken and sold yeah. as things. To rich assholes. Yeah. In to the Russian. weapons. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can, uh, can dinosaur vote? Uh, do they know how to use Twitter? <laughs> um, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think of other plot points. Uh I didn't like. I'm, I mainly like flashing towards like the ending and stuff. Um, so what, what else you got in the middle of that movie? Mm. <sighs> Not much. There's so much that I just was like, I don't <sighs> fucking care. Clone girl. What the fuck? Ugh. That was a. First of all, there was a, a, a reveal about her, like and who her mm-hmm. mother was. That I was like, I was thinking back to the other Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. I was like, oh okay, it's uh, is it uh, Ellie from the first movie? Me too. Is, That's what I thought. And yeah. then. So like but I was maybe like, that'd be weird because yeah. she, they didn't want kids. Alan and, and yeah. Ellie didn't want kids, so mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that'd be kind of a cool twist if like eventually yeah. they did have a, a kid. And then they were like, nah, this sucks. So <laughs> they gave her for a doctor or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But then we like find out it's just like a character we're just introduced to in this movie is the mm-hmm. mother, and it's like an older version of her or something. I I don't well, know. She's I, like I blocked out all of this yet. Yeah, well, she's a clone though. Oh, but is that what it did is? Did you not? Yeah. No, I'm telling you, I, I completely blacked out on all of this stuff. <laughs> all right, so that's what's so fucked up about this. That's, that's my interpretation of it, at least. That's what I'm pretty sure they were doing. Or mm-hmm. I think they talked about it a little bit. Yeah, because the, the guy, the, the, the evil villain guy, was like, oh, you're going to take care of her? Like, she's lived here all her life. Um, he, his daughter died, and he never had a grandchild, so he wanted her back. So he, like, used the same technology to, like, bring his daughter back. And when she sees the picture of her, like, nurse lady... Uh, way younger with like the exact same version of her, but it's like her mom, but it's like, she's like a twin of that. Um, so it's like, yeah, she's like a clone. So that's even worse because now in this movie, like, can you imagine watching Jurassic Park flash forward till now and be like, I bet someday they're going to clone humans in this film tra- <laughs> franchise. I bet that's where we're going with this. It's just so weird. Like why yeah. is that plot point even in there? Yeah. Why, why does... Why does it's the, where they're going, man. The Jurassic Park franchise feel like it needs to have children in danger in every that's true. every movie. Yeah, it's weird. It's sticking with that first thing. I th- that's what I think. I think they're trying to like pull from the first movie and all the magic of that movie. But it's like mm-hmm. the kids being a plot point in the movie is not what makes Jurassic Park good. Jurassic Park is a good movie that happens to have two kids in it that make mm-hmm. for a good plot point. Yeah. Um, and make, like, the characters around them make, you know, like, Alan especially, whatever, like, his character arc changes. That, that helps him. Uh, the kids are interesting mm. characters. This yeah. kid is not interesting. No. Uh, in this movie. Um, she was almost, I feel, um, she was kind of, you know, uh, she was, like, climbing outside the window trying to get shit done or whatever and mm-hmm. all that, but she didn't end up doing anything, really. Yeah. Um, and like the whole thing when when I got to that house and that's where they're bringing the dinosaurs in, I was like, "This is so dumb." <laughs> like, this is so dumb. I just don't. I just don't care what the direction of this uh, this franchise at all. Maisie, you must never go in the death basement. <laughs> I know it. Like the fact that they were like 
They've cl- cloned this new Indoraptor down there, and yeah. nobody knows about it in that house. Seriously. Yeah. There were three people that live in the house. They can't hear that. Yeah. Like, it just all seems just so... I just don't know where they're headed with this, and I don't like the direction <laughs> it is. So. It's so bad. It's so it's bad. It's so bad. I just... Out of out of a dinosaur movie, is this what people really want? Like, is this what Colin Trevorrow was like, yeah, this is where we need to go. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that? Yeah. You know? It's... Uh, no. No one wants this. Yeah. Guys. Nobody does. Universal. Hey. <laughs> Come Universal. On. Hey. We don't want this. Uh, we liked the spectacle of awesome dinosaurs, and we liked those dinosaurs doing what they wanted to do in nature. Right. And that wreaking havoc on us. Uh, now, I don't know what's happening. What I was going to mention for the ending is... I, the ending of this movie is like the dinosaurs get out in America, mm-hmm. and so I was like, so this is basically like the uh, the reboot of uh, Planet of the Apes that we've got going on right now. A little bit, and that kind of excites me because uh, I do want there to mm-hmm. be a, a talking dinosaurs. Alan, oh, um, <laughs> at a certain point, <laughs> the T Rex is like, no. <laughs> Man, what a change. Uh, and you have alliteration. Damn dirty dinos. Oh, damn. That's good. Mm-hmm. What if they... Uh, that was in California, you said, right? It's where they went to train uh, the dinosaurs. I believe so, yeah. yeah. I thought so. Uh, that's, you know, San Francisco is where uh, the Planet of the Apes thing happens. Oh, my so God. So what if we start having a crossover here, Brent? Okay. So we <laughs> we know that Legendary is putting together like a King Kong versus Godzilla this is like mm-hmm. the children mm-hmm. of King Kong and Godzilla coming together. <laughs> you got dinosaurs, you've got apes, you've got it all. Amazing, dude. That was awesome. Oh, um, yep. I'm not even imagining them fighting. I was imagining them like like uh, apes riding around on the dinosaurs. Oh, uh, we could do that. Using them as their steeds, their noble steeds. Oh. Um, but fighting, whatever. Maybe they have to tame, tame them first. Oh, man. Universal. I, I take back me shit talking to you earlier. <laughs> Um, if, if I can voice a compi in that, that film oh, franchise. Oh man. Yeah. Nice. Um, that would be a, such a turn if all of a sudden the third <laughs> sequel <laughs> was a sneaky crossover yeah. with, uh, with Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. and talking dinosaurs. I'd be like, it's like so off the wall that I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's universal. It'll, it'll happen yeah. probably. There you go. So on the previous episode where I had mentioned combining some franchises uh, with uh, Fast and Furious, Transformers, and then mm. Jurassic Park slash World. Um, I was talking about how, you know, they would eventually just go into a Jurassic World. And uh, mm. I had to cover that up because I did kind of spoil the end of this movie for you. Oh. Uh, because <laughs> that's what I was referring to. Because the, the dinosaurs are out. They're free. They're out oh, there. Oh, okay, yeah. Blue's out there making her money, mm-hmm. you know, starting oh, yeah. a small business, really kind of working her way up. She was looking at that suburb at the end like, I'm going to fuck you guys up. I'm going to eat all you kids. <laughs> oh, I thought she was like, I'm going to develop this land. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, I, uh, I saw that, uh, that the, the neighborhood that she's looking over is the same mm. neighborhood that uh, uh, Elliot from E.T. I was wondering. In. Yeah. I was wondering if you were going to say that, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this, you're saying this takes place in 1982? <laughs> I guess maybe they just haven't updated their architecture. Yeah. In, in quite a while. Surprising. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, I don't know how much I have more to say. Um, cause I hated it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I wanted to mention, uh, cause I did, I really did not like this movie. 
Um, my brother Danny, though, he saw it in, uh, he, he and his boyfriend were uh, in uh, Europe, uh, like the Netherlands and stuff, mm-hmm. when this came out. And it came out like a few weeks before it came out in oh, the States. Wow. So he saw it like early June or whatever, like mm-hmm. mid-June. And uh, so he had told me about it already. And they were like, we're not going to tell you anything about it, really. You know, we just think, like, go into it. It's not great. Uh, it's a good popcorn movie. And then, you know, just, like, go with it with that, whatever. And I actually disagree with that. Um, I I don't think this is a good popcorn movie. I don't think this is a good movie at all. Um, I, I didn't have any fun in this movie. It actually was, like, sad or dark or weird. Mm-hmm. And, like, that funny, supposedly funny character is not funny. Yeah. Um, it's not even like the action and stuff. It's not that great. Like taking them away from the island immediately, bringing them on a boat for a while, uh, which wasn't that exciting, um, to like this mansion. I was just like, nothing here is like grabbing my attention really. Yeah. And so I, I talked to him after I saw it and I wanted to get his uh, thoughts on it. And I was like, hey, you guys didn't want to spoil it for me. And you told me it's a good popcorn movie. Is that how you really felt? Or did you not really like the movie? You just didn't want to tell me. And he was like, no, I really felt that way. Like, he, they both thought it was, like, good. Yeah. Like, it was okay or whatever. Like, and it's a good popcorn movie. Like, throw it on in the background or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I, I thought this was crap. <laughs> uh, I really, really dislike the direction this, this franchise is going. So, in my head, it's, it's Jurassic Park and then Jurassic World. And that's it. Yeah. So, that's, and that's fine because those are great movies. Uh, especially Jurassic Park, and I'm cool with that. So Jurassic Park, more like Jurassic Shark. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not even the franchise we're talking about. It's a world, but I, you know, couldn't think of anything uh, yeah, yeah. wrong with that. But um, uh, I do want to uh, give a quick shout out to the Indoraptor. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the thing: um, he he dies at the end of this movie. Is that he? You know, I'm just going to stick with she because yeah. I don't know if they've they've reversed any of those uh, mm-hmm. uh, or not reversed, uh, altered any of the genitalia of these characters. Mm, sure. <laughs> characters. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Interraptor, she dead. Uh, she mm-hmm. gets impaled on the Triceratops skull horns, mm. uh, which was incredibly violent. Uh, it's a hell yeah. of a way to go. Yep. Um, it's like and, right through the, the neck, sort of. Yeah. A few uh, spots, actually. And I realize that the Indoraptor is uh, trying to kill the uh, human characters that we've been following, mm-hmm. but that it was genetically bred to do that. Yeah. It's just following its quote-unquote nature, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? That This is why I escort spiders out of my house. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, give them, I let them take my arm, you know, like when you're, you're escorting your wife somewhere, you kind of oh, yeah, like loop sure. your arm and they take you by the arm. It's like... I'm sorry, uh, Spider, uh, you That's cannot gross. be here. Uh, yeah. Let me escort you outside. Uh, you can do whatever you want out there. Mm-hmm. They, they, the, the fact that they killed this raptor that was just trying to do what it was trying to do mm. is unsettling to me. Yep. Okay. You know? Yeah. They, they brought it into the world. Yeah. They trained it or wanted it to be this thing. Is this what you wanted? Is this why you are here? Um, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, um, again, you know, maybe if the plot line had just not been that we're going to go to this fucking mansion, uh, that could have been better. Could have worked out better. Also, um, using the laser to Mm. focus the, the Indoraptor 
on a single target is kind yeah. of a cool idea, except when that laser is already attached to a gun, then you just <laughs> <Yeah>. shoot them. <laughs> you just shoot them. <laughs> like it's it's gonna wow, be yeah. it's gonna be less uh, noticeable if you hmm. are a sniper and you snipe somebody from across the room than if yep. you have a giant twenty <laughs> foot. <20-foot laughs> devil monster come out and, and attack them i never thought about that dude. that makes no sense at all there's a there's a whole like transport crew that you there's like a, a big metal crate you have to take this indoraptor in um or yeah. you can just take uh a ceramic gun somewhere yep and uh Easy do enough. your thing and, and leave it i didn't even think about that because like even if you were a sniper right say you, you put the raptor the indoraptor in the in the field mm-hmm and you're like up top somewhere, but like, why not just train it to like go attack people? Yeah. Like, why do you need to like mark them, and yeah. then give like an auditory signal? Like, how like, wouldn't you need to be close for the auditory signal to work? For one, like, yeah. you'd have to be close to that gun, right? Like the raptor would. Mm-hmm. Brent, I think. Now I hate it even more. That makes no <laughs> sense. That makes no sense. Just when you didn't yeah. think you could hate this movie any more than you already did. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to say it right now. Uh, I don't, we can talk more about the movie particularly, but I, I forgot. Uh, I also have a theater experience. I need oh, to, you know, say sure. at the end at least. So is, sure. is there anything else you wanted to say about the movie itself though? The, the, the white guy who was collecting teeth, uh, in this movie. <sighs> why, why are you even doing this? Uh, when guy. I saw him doing that, I thought, oh, this is going to end very poorly oh. for you. When he does that, he like shoots that thing twice with the tranquilizers and opens the cage. Mm-hmm. I was like, fucking dumb. He also opens that cage. He didn't even undo a lock. He just opens the thing. <laughs> I'm like, you guys have one little metal thing holding that guy in there? Yeah. Are you, are, are you ridiculous? Come on now. A lot of people don't realize this about Indoraptors, but much like a cat, they use their whiskers to determine whether or not they can get through a small space. <laughs> <laughs> he just had those whiskers on top. Yeah, they're retractable. <laughs> <laughs> i did um i did i don't like those by the way um those like weird spiky things on his back mm-hmm. um but it, it did make me think that like with uh i we've kind of i guess known this scientifically for a while thought of for a while but it, more and more i've heard evidence that like dinosaurs were definitely covered in feathers and uh yeah you know and so i feel like that was kind of an homage to that at least that they were like he's still not going to be that way but yeah in the second jurassic 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 park movie they have um some of the raptors have feathers some small feathers on them um and that's the the frustrating thing is like because i do imagine a future where dinosaurs are back and they they are killing all of us um (laughs) because that's the only way to beat the singularity is uh oh, okay. okay technology <laughs> we're going back new, new movie new movie okay Remix. <laughs> <laughs> sure technology you can take out humans but can you take out dinosaurs <laughs> and um, i like that okay so um dinosaurs versus robots uh jurassic rim yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah um was I saying something? I don't <laughs> I know. That was, that was too good, and that's all I can think about now is about how someday in the future we're going to create a world where we, we, we do AI too, too much, but someone, some other scientist is working on reviving dinosaurs, and they have to do that program mm-hmm. to fight off the AI. I love this idea. <laughs> we'll have to write this one as well. 
yeah. oh, I, I remember what I was saying is uh, I know in the future we're going to, and I hope we clone dinosaurs. Um, mm. But the sad thing is they're not going to look cool like in these Jurassic Park mm. movies. They're going to look. Yeah. If you've seen like, if you look up like modern versions of what scientists think dinosaurs look like, yeah. they look fucking stupid. <laughs> 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 they look nerdy as fuck. Sure. Is it accurate? Fine. They look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think in this, in the Jurassic uh, Park world uh, universe, they could explain that away if they wanted to at this point. Like they could say that like, yeah, we, we bred them and they look that way, but pe- modern people don't like that. So we like took that part of their DNA out. So they just look like, we put like more reptilian yeah, DNA I mean, that, in there. That's whatever, what they, you know? they said. I think it was in, uh, oh, they did? Okay. in in JP2. They were talking about how they look different just because of the amphibian DNA they spliced mm. with the, sure. the okay. dino DNA. Dino DNA. Dinosaurs. Uh, so, that, so that makes sense. Like yeah. that works. Yeah. In that world, I guess. Yeah. But uh, um, so anything else? No, no let's, let's move experience. on to your theater experience. Mine was uneventful other than evidently my wife was crying next to me at the the, <laughs> yeah. the poor dinosaurs dying. So I went to another afternoon movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I most of it was sold out, which I was surprised uh, by. I guess in the summer with like kids being out and stuff. So um, I got in like the last um, on a on a row, and the two seats next to me were open. Um, I knew they were sold, but they were open whenever I got there. And uh, a family came in during like the uh, previews and stuff. And a woman sat down and left a seat between us and they were, they were talking and stuff. And she was like, yeah, someone will be here soon. And I thought she said like her daughter, like it was an older lady. I thought her daughter was going to come sit next to me. Nope. It was like a four year old child, um, who sat next to me. And, um, I was hoping that he would be all right and that she would take care of him. And I was wrong. And, uh, this was one of the worst experiences I've had in quite a while. He, uh, we have these reclining seats there with a button on the side and uh sometimes like during the movie I almost always i'll hit it once and like knock myself down a little bit and have to hit it again you can hear the motor going mm-hmm. well this kid did that uh-huh. and then realized like oh cool back up and down oh my god over and over again no joke for like two minutes straight oh my god during one of these scenes and i and she just like wouldn't stop him and finally i told him to stop <laughs> and uh how did you say it no, no, I, I didn't tell him to stop. No, no, she she finally told him to oh, stop. His, okay. his grandmother or whatever, yeah. Okay. Finally told him to stop. But he, like, was doing it for a long time. Clearly, like, not of age to see this gory fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he, had, he had seen Jurassic World, though, and I know that because he mentioned it a lot. <laughs> he would say, like, oh, I remember that from the last movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that from the last movie, constantly. Just, like, talking to her the whole time, whatever, and she would talk back, whatever. And then um, there's a scene later on, and I was going to ask you if you remember what it was, uh, what they say, but there's a scene where Claire and um, Chris Pratt are locked up in the basement of that mansion, and she says something like, do you remember the first time you saw a dinosaur? Like, they're talking about the, the magic mm-hmm. of, like, seeing those creatures for the first time. Yeah. And all I heard her say was, like, do you remember the first time? And he leans up, and he's like, my back is hot. Like, the seat was, like, hot. Yeah. And so then they spent that entire quiet scene that seemed like it would actually be a really good scene that I wanted to listen to examining his fucking chair next to me. And she kept telling him just to lean forward and not sit back. And then he would sit back and be like, it's hot. And she'd be like, don't sit back over and over again. 
And so like the whole time my blood is boiling, I can't hear a fucking thing on screen. And I, I start like, uh, I look, I like pop up, I look down the front row, which is like kind of like the third row. There's only one up there, but it's like a little bit further back from the screen mm-hmm. at least. It's pretty much empty. And I'm like, I'm fucking going up there. So I start to like uh, push my chair down and he still won't fucking stop talking. So I just like leave it like halfway down and halfway up and I'm like, fuck it. And I just get up and I just walk down. <laughs> you just pull the ripcord. And I finished the movie. Yeah, right. I finished the movie down there. Um, I was like so annoyed by the whole movie. I was annoyed by that experience next to that kid or whatever. I get down to the bottom and there's another kid up above me that I couldn't hear in my last seat, but is talking through the whole fucking ending. But I was just like, this movie's not that great anyway, so whatever. Mm -hmm. So the second the credits start, I jump up. I'm the first one out. Who do I see? The first people also walking out, that grandmother and that little kid. Oh my God. And she stops, she stops them though. And she's like, oh. Because she knew that, like, I'd gotten up and I was, like, clearly annoyed with them. Yeah. And when she saw me, she was like, oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking and that, and I have to go to the bathroom and I'm walking down the hallway and that little kid has to go too. So he sprints past me and I hear her, like, stop him again because I don't think she wants to, like, interact with me is, like, my interpretation of it. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, I'm going to walk past that bathroom. I go to another one. I get out of that bathroom. First person I see, her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that little kid is running around in circles mm-hmm. in the hallway. And I was just like... He is not old enough to be out in public, man. He's not, you're not, you're not keeping control of this child in the theater. You brought him to a movie he does not need to go to. Yeah. It was just like everything I hate about bringing kids to the movies or whatever was like in that movie. So <laughs> you grabbed the little kid by the collar. You're like, <sighs> that Indoraptor is going to get your ass. You better stay the fucking line. Why weren't you there with me, man? <laughs> I need these tips at the time. Oh my God. So yeah, just. The movie wasn't great. My experience was terrible. Um, and it was, you know, just uh, just a bad time. Just a bad time. So I know what to get you for your next birthday. <laughs> a child? <laughs> <laughs> Earplugs. <laughs> I was going to say uh, J-Dub 2, but okay, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to buy you the Laserdisc. <laughs> <laughs> and the Blu-ray. Yeah. And the VHS. All of them. Oh, not, oh, a, not a Laserdisc. Because that's... <laughs> the Indoraptor will be focused and try to destroy your <laughs> entertainment system. <laughs> no. So, yeah, uh, that's about all I have to say about it, man. <laughs> I'm envisioning the Indoraptor in your house, destroying your entertainment system, and you've got, like, a spray bottle of water. You're just like... Sit. Sit down. Stop. Oh, boy. So uh, this uh, last thing I say is uh, I put the Rotten Tomato scores on here. Uh, this one has a 51%. Jurassic World had a 71 and Jurassic Park has a 92. Okay. Uh, it's a pretty good spread there. Mm-hmm. It's like 20, 21 each time there. So um, uh, 51, I think, is generous. <laughs> okay. <for this>. So <laughs> I was going to say, for me, that's probably like kind of right on the, the mark. Yeah. Because, like, there were, I enjoyed half of it. I disliked half of it. Yeah, you know? fair enough. So, kind of... I, I liked little pieces of it, mm-hmm. and I was annoyed by most of it. Yeah. Um, just really dumb character things, really dumb plot points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, at this point, uh, watching the trailers for this one, I wasn't that excited about it. It seemed very strange. I didn't know where they are going with it. Um I was going to say I'm not excited for the third one. I I am kind of excited for 
they're in the world like they're just like mm-hmm. free now yeah uh, a little bit but it, it was so reminiscent of of planet of the apes to me that i was kind of like okay okay so um, speaking of that and it just came back to me as you were saying that but at the end where all the dinosaurs are running around and they're here in america too so i mean that's mm-hmm. that's kind of cool um there's a shot of the t-rex <laughs> like roaring at a lion like they're both roaring at oh, each yeah. other and uh i was just like holy shit this t-rex is yelling at mufasa right now this is this is incredible another crossover and, and i love that the line was just like nah bitch <laughs> this is my shit this is pride rock bitch i was wondering i can't remember whenever they uh i've seen stuff about like how they made the t-rex's roar like what sounds they did for foley mm-hmm. artists or whatever and i think the lion's roar was part of that i'm not positive yeah but i thought that was kind of i thought they were doing that as kind of like an homage to like they sound sort of similar or yeah. whatever because they actually is in it. Um, it was like the the two well, like respective kings of their eras. Mm, you know, you got the mm-hmm. king of the jungle, you got the king of uh, the world, I guess. <laughs> Rex is yeah. in there, you know. I I was confused though why he went to a zoo. Why is he breaking into a zoo? He just wants Steven, to eat animals. Steven. It's a she. Oh God, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Brent. I can't apologize enough to you or to gi- to dinosaurs. <laughs> Um, uh why would she go there uh she was just you know walking around california mm-hmm. she went to the san diego zoo that's a that's a city in california i'm aware of sure. san diego yeah. zoo she goes yeah yeah um, she's like oh i've always wanted to go there <laughs> but she just got out of a zoo you don't i don't think she'd want to go back to one. i've never been on this side of the fence before <laughs> <laughs> okay you you wanted to voice uh, one of the little guys. I forgot. Yeah, the compies. Uh, yeah, compie. But mm-hmm. you, you have to do her voice now, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to do the Rexies. Yeah, Rexies. <laughs> Re- sexy Rexy. <laughs> <laughs> in Jurassic World three. <laughs> like in in uh, in uh, J Dub three, the, the dinosaurs yeah. have already like they've become like naturalized citizens of oh, of the okay. U S. Believe it or not, in this day and age. Um, and, uh, so then it's just like the dinosaur is trying to adapt. It's not like a horror action movie in any respect. Mm-hmm. It's just the dinosaur is trying to adapt to okay. modern human life essentially. Right. So it's more of a slice of life type movie. And it's just like sexy Rexy. She's like out there. She's like, uh, ma'am, you haven't uh, filed taxes for this year. She's like, Oh no, I don't know anything about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you stumbled upon an even greater crossover. Okay. <laughs> so in this world, Planet of the Apes, right? Yeah. They're taking over the world. That's the franchise we have right now. But now we're going to introduce this crossover where dinosaurs have to fight them. And you just said that the third JW3 will be them trying to become like humans, essentially, in our world. Mm-hmm. You might even say they're going to start talking. You might say they're going to start wearing clothes. Yeah. So is J-Dub 3, is the J-Dub whole franchise a prequel to the TV show Dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> They've taken over, and they are the new humans? Not the mama. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Love it. Cracked it. Yeah. Man. At the end of J-Dub 3, um, there's like a, a new family moving in, into town, and on the mailbox is the camera pans slowly towards the mailbox it says the Sinclairs and then it just cuts to black (laughs) 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 love it all right 
I don't think there's any maybe top that. It's impossible. Um, we have yeah. so much fan fiction to write. <laughs> I know. We have, we're going to be really busy, man. All right. Um, I'm going to go through some stuff real quick. Okay. Uh, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Uh, email us stuff, whatever. Let's talk about stuff. Podcast gmail.com. Wait, hold on. Those RC picks. Yep. Send us those RC picks. Send us those out. Yeah. yeah. Let um, us know wh- like what state or country you're yeah. in. We, yeah. we have some foreign listeners. If you've, uh, if you come across a wild RC cola out there, snap a pic. Let us know where you're, you're seeing it. You know, I think of, a, I think of RC as like an American thing, but I, what if it's like huge in Australia or something like that? What if it is like the Pepsi or Coke of Australia? Mm-hmm. I just never knew. Look, uh, Maybe it I is. Mean, we've got some listeners in India, Pakistan. We've got yep. some in Germany. So uh, who knows? Maybe it's massive the world over. Yeah. We just don't know. Maybe it, maybe it is. Obviously, uh, maybe it's as massive as our podcast is. We're in multiple countries. Yeah. Uh, we have a fan somewhere in the world at different places. <laughs> so maybe RC does too. Yeah. Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. Follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFish22. And follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibber. Yes, please do all of that stuff. We appreciate it. And thank yeah. you for listening for so many episodes. Yeah, absolutely. We don't know why you do it, but we appreciate it. We absolutely do. Yeah. And uh, Brent, is there anything else you have for us today? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, right. I think we've covered quite a bit. And um, I bid you uh, luck and um, a good time, a safe time on your vacation. Mm-hmm. And oh, I do you. have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, you said you're going to Hawaii? Yes. So you're going to be on a, on a plane, right? So yeah. whenever you're getting ready to taxi off the runway, do you... Uh, <laughs> Do you ever, do you ever uh, sit there and sing to yourself? I'm Stephen on a jet plane. <laughs> All right, truth. How many years have you been waiting to say that? <laughs> I feel like that one's been in the depths for a while. You just needed an opportunity to. I was I was going to spring that question on you from uh, from last week, but uh, we oh had a, had many emails to to cover. So that's um, true. But uh, but yeah, I, I do uh, <sighs> I do think you should start doing that. <laughs> I, I think I will out loud, right? Oh yes, for sure. Yeah, I'm you want to annoy not just your family and friends, but also whoever's <laughs> on also on that plane. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I think I shall. I think I shall from now on. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned it. Thank you. All right. And on that note, uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. And see. And, boy, uh, sync word. 2.30? 2.30. There we go. But tooth hurdy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Again, right. the dentist's favorite time. Absolutely. 2.30. Laffy Taffy jokes just still just retained in my memory. Like I don't know long division or anything that's important to life. Of course. I can barely file my taxes at oh, the yeah. end of a year, but you know, I do remember Laffy Taffy jokes. I mean, All that's right. a, a talent and I, uh, I'm glad you're my friend. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> you're welcome. It's a, it's a bit like community service. Really. Yeah. All right. So 2.30 on three. One, two, three. 2.30. Damn it. I thought that was going to be such a good transition and it froze like a motherfucker. <laughs> Big long pause. Big one. Uh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Big long pause like a fucking, uh, I don't know, animal. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, I need to go back now and be like, is it not good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love that voice too. It just left me. Man, mm-hmm. I'm really going through uh, some shit today, evidently, because I, I cannot right. hold a thought in my brain. <laughs> it looks like a sieve. I don't even know what a sieve is. Why do people say it looks like a sieve? <laughs> I know what a colander is. It's like, yeah, it's a colander. Like, a, like a strainer, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know what this is. It's this, right? My head's leaking like a strainer. <laughs> <laughs> and you had it the whole time, man. Oh, man. What was I going to say? Hmm. I don't was it about dinosaurs? Oh, more than likely. More than likely yeah, it was about probably. dinosaurs. Um, oh. <sighs> oh. Sorry. Um, I remember what I was going to say. Dinosaurs.